1: 10 10
2: 9 9 8 8 7 7 6, 6 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 4 3
3: 2 3, 2 1 1 Let's
1: go. Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good
3: morning and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you guys for joining us on this Thursday june 2nd so great to have you here thank you all for all of your check-ins we love seeing them we appreciate you guys listening this early in the morning good
4: morning good morning to you You have a you have a t-shirt on i'm trying to see what the logo is what's the logo on your shirt
3: new york yankees, yankees. Yeah. how how
4: are the yankees the yankees doing well this the season? yankees
3: are doing very well are they? This season. Very nice. they, played la- they played last night but i was not paying attention to the game because my family was leaving so um they play, this morning, they play the Angels. I know that. But um, I did not see the score of the Yankee game yesterday. Shame on me. That's I'm not right. wearing a Yankee so st- we shirt we won't, we won't hold it against you. <laughs> we, we know you're a diehard. That's a full cool shirt. How are you this
4: morning? Good. Yesterday was, I don't know, yesterday was just a day for me and uh, in a much better spot today, physically and mentally. Yesterday was just a weird, weird day for me. And I know one of the reasons why it started off on a weird foot because my allergies this week have been just, just bad, like the watery eyes. I think a lot of people are dealing with allergies. So I took a Zyrtec on, what's today, Thursday? I took a Zyrtec Monday night. And then Tuesday night, I woke up at midnight and just sneezing and just, I was just feeling the allergies. So I took another Zyrtec. I felt great, but I was real groggy yesterday. So I had that, that allergy medication fog going all day yesterday, which didn't help me out Ooh, at all. Ooh,
3: yikes. Yeah, that's not good. That's, a uh, th- there's a lot of people that are doing some allergy medications <laughs> right now.
4: I know. And so I, I didn't take it last night. I feel fantastic. No allergy symptoms and I don't have that allergy fog anymore. So that, 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 that helps a lot going into a day when you don't have that, just that mental fog happening all day long. That's
3: There's a lot of it going on, unfortunately, but yeah, gosh, I'm sorry, you're not feeling up to. Up to par this morning, or are no, I'm you good. And, you know, mentally, too, ment- mentally? Mentally was just
4: mentally, I, I, it's just a bad day yesterday, but things are so much better today. Oh, uh, good, yeah, and in, in a much better spot today. So, I'm ready to go. How are you doing over there? I'm
3: good. I'm good. My uh, a bunch of my family left uh, yesterday. My mom and my brother both headed out um, for being in town this weekend for my daughter's graduation, so they left. My other brother, he is still here, so um, I, I'm not sure if we're gonna see them today because I think they. They are going to end up doing... I know they went and did some tourist stuff yesterday, so we didn't see them. I think today they're going to a movie, and then I have a couple things I have to do today, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to see them. I think they're leaving tomorrow. So, yeah, just kind of seeing family off, kind of getting my house back to normal after everyone was here, stuff like that, you know, just trying to catch up on a bunch of stuff. It's fun having
4: family in town, but it does kind of turn things around a little bit. You're used to your routine, but then you have family or anytime time if a house guest turns things around a little bit. Did your family enjoy? They went and saw Top Gun the other night. Did your mom enjoy? Was your mom one of the people that went to see Top Gun? And yeah. So, did she like it?
3: They, yeah. My mom and my brother went, which my brother, he had never even seen the original. So so we gave him a crash course. We made him watch it. He was like, wow, I just uh, I, I can't believe I never watched that movie. That was really good. And so we're like, well, wait till you see Top Gun Maverick. And he went and he really enjoyed it. He was like, wow, that was yeah, that was good. So my mom loved it, too. She was even saying how she was like, I was I went in it. And I was like, I don't know how Miles Teller is going to be able to play this certain role. Did Your mom was saying this? Yeah, she was like, I I just didn't see it. And then when I saw the movie and I saw him in it, oh my goodness, he was so good. And so she really liked it.
4: Um, I love the fact that your brother, after he watched the original Top Gun everything just came full circle because he didn't know any of the movie lines. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah,
3: he was like, I've missed out on so <laughs> many inside jokes with with these lines that I had no idea what they meant. And now I know what all of them mean. It's crazy. Why
4: are people requesting flybys I didn't know?
3: Yeah, and, and saying Jester's dead. He's like, I never knew what that meant. Was that like a court jester? Like, what? why is a jester dead? Um, and so now, yeah, he knows all of the jokes and now there's some new jokes, too, in the new Top Gun. So you got to go see it.
4: I know. I think I, Laura doesn't really have an interest in seeing the movie, so she is going to Orlando for business and she's leaving Saturday afternoon. So I think my plan is to try to catch it Sunday. Maybe the theaters won't be as crowded, but that's the plan is Sunday, a kind of a quiet Sunday. So I think I might go see it Sunday. I, I do want to see it.
3: We know you'll see only three quarters of it <laughs> since you leave movies early, but I would highly recommend you do stay till the end. That's just like a just a, a pro tip there. I really recommend you stay till the end.
4: That's one where I do have an interest in staying to the end. Okay. The, the, the Batman, that came out. That was three hours long. We put 90 minutes into that thing. I felt like I got a feel for the movie, a feel for the characters, and so I left Batman, but I think going into Top Gun, I think I'll, I'll go the distance on that movie on y- Sunday. Yeah,
3: that's that's worth staying there, and it's it, the movie goes by fast. As a matter of fact, at one point, I was just like, oh my gosh, it's almost over. Oh no, and I was kind of sad about it. So you'll, you'll really enjoy it. It's a good one.
4: And the Lady Gaga song plays a key in the movie or it's just featured in the movie
3: it's just it's not like really a key role it's just it, you'll hear it in the background a couple of times like a slow instrumental version of it and then at the end it's like bah, you know there in your face but it's not like it's a a key role or anything
4: think about that song because this movie was supposed to come out the summer of the pandemic so what summer of 2020 this was going to come out so that means lady gaga has been sitting on that song for the past two years yeah all of this hit. yeah, yeah
3: all, all of this has just been sitting there waiting i saw an interview with john Hamm, who's in the movie and he's like yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to talk to people about this movie so bad. We're just sitting here waiting for it to come out. So he was so happy that it was finally out.
4: That's going to be hard to be an actor. One of the harder parts. You do this great performance. You know you got a hit movie Lady Gaga. You know I have a hit song and you just got to sit there and wait. Yeah. And wait for the world to see it.
3: Well it was obviously worth the wait. Mm -hmm. It's just breaking records all over the place so you got to go see it. So we are excited to have you with us this morning. We've got a couple of pairs of Katy Perry tickets to give away this morning. We've got tickets for the Lumineers and Let's kick things off. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Forever Young by Alphaville? Forever young. I want to be forever young. Do you really want to live forever? Forever. forever. Do you want to hear I Need to Know by Mark Anthony? I need to know. Loves you not by dream. No change. Those are your choices. All you got to do to get your vote in here is go to our Facebook page. Vote there. Mercedes in the morning. You can call or text us at 702-364-9400. Or you can send us a tweet at Mercedes in the AM. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
1: Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
4: Panic at the Disco dropped a new single. It's called Viva Las Vengeance. Their new album is coming out on August 19th. If you have not heard it, here's brand new music from Panic at the Disco.
3: is that new music from panic it's been a while right
4: yeah it sounds very panic at the disco ish i like the sound of it sounds good i'm
3: so excited about that i am so so excited i i wondered like when are they gonna put out new music so there you go that's awesome
4: the band also announced a new tour this tour starts september 8th and they'll be in las vegas On October 21st at T-Mobile Arena. Tickets on sale Wednesday, June 8th. Can we talk about what we have next week or is that a surprise? Uh, Maybe it's not a surprise if I just said
3: that. Go ahead.
4: We have your tickets to see Panic the Disco all next week. This is going to be huge. I don't know that we were supposed to say that, but there you go. It's out there. <laughs> One would figure if a hot concert coming to town, we're going to have the tickets, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, absolutely. I have faith in Mix 94.1. How was I was thinking about you last night. How was that Halsey song? All the hype on it. You got to hear it yesterday, or at least I think you got to hear it. How was that song? It
3: was good. I um Yeah, we had a call with Capitol Records, and I got the lowdown on everything, so I was like, okay, was this a ploy between you guys and Halsey, and they're like Absolutely not. She completely blindsided us with this. Halsey, the thing you need to know about Halsey is when she wants something, she usually gets her way. Um, And so we did not know she was going to do that. We were completely shocked. We've had the song, but we really did want to have a big marketing push behind it. It didn't mean that we wanted it to go viral necessarily, but they really wanted to promote it in a big way. And when she did that, that just kind of threw all their marketing plans out of the way. So we got to listen to it. I really liked it. I, I thought it was very different than what she's been putting out lately. Like it was more like her old stuff, like very east side sounding as opposed to um, without you sounding. You know how she kind of went hardish, kind of rockish, kind of it was more there was tempo. It was uh, more upbeat, and I liked that. I was happy to hear that. What is sound from her?
4: Is there Dave Warren? We playing it or next
3: sh- week? It comes out on Thursday. Oh
4: wow! Yeah, okay. so
3: you guys will hear it then.
4: Yeah, yeah I, I was waiting to hear your review of the song. That's good stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Do you think that the record label would have said, "You know what, Mercedes"? <laughs> was our plan the whole time. No,
3: I, I, I do. I do, because the the two record people we were dealing with, they were telling us everything oh, that's been going scoop? on. Yeah, so I really do think they would have been, uh, been honest with me on that one.
4: Now, Jada Pinkett Smith finally commented on the incident between Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars at the beginning of her new episode of Red Table Talk.
2: Here's what she had to say. My deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both, and we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years, and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together.
3: That was, uh, yeah, I don't know if, we're ready to hear from all of them together. I think that we're still kind of traumatized by that, right? Yeah, or it's,
4: it'll be on the next episode of Red Table Talk. It'll yeah. be sitting down, the highest rated episode ever. Exactly. Let's see here. How much time do we have? Only like 30 seconds. So let's talk about this. Did you watch any of that Capital Ones, the match? So this was the 12-hole exhibition that took place at Wynn Las Vegas. It was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes out there on the golf course. Brady and Rodgers won the whole thing.
3: I watched part of it, and... It made me feel really good about my golfing skills, the parts I saw. I was like... Oh, this is a mess. This is just a mess. Don't get me wrong; they're excellent athletes, but I must have seen just a couple of really bad shots. I didn't watch the entire thing, but I was like, "Wow, they're that was not a good shot." I saw
4: one. Uh, I was at the gym when it was happening, and I saw one uh, Josh Allen teed off, and it's hard to tell when you're watching far away in the screen. But then they highlighted the showing the telestrator, showing where the ball went. And you just see the, the curve to the right into the trees. Like, oh,
3: yeah, I saw Aaron Rodgers and just a bunch of trees. <laughs> <laughs> And and the 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 spectators were right up on him. I was kind of surprised how close they let them get. Yeah,
4: maybe that's part of the fun. Uh, We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. Panic at the Disco. They'll be here in Las Vegas, October twenty first. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning
1: welcome to another episode of mercedes in the morning show number
4: 1636
1: and now here's your host mercedes and jc
3: good morning and welcome to the show it is thursday june 2nd six o'clock thank you guys so much for waking up with us what a beautiful morning it is outside i just uh just looking out the window here. First of all, I'm glad I have a window. If you don't have a window, it's in your like office or your area. You got to make sure you get outside at some point because the, I I think having a window does makes you realize like that the day is passing. If you don't have a window, because yeah. I've been in situations where I had no window, I could be working for like three hours what in my mind and then all of a sudden i blink and it's like eight hours and it's time to go it's like you have no concept of what time it is
4: our studio in washington dc had no windows it was in essence a production room imagine doing the show from a production room where there's zero windows and it was awful it was rough because you you get there it's dark out and then in my mind, it's still dark outside, not realizing the morning is progressing, and then there'd be a huge snowstorm coming through, and we wouldn't see the snow coming down, or a rainstorm It'd be beautiful outside. It messes with your mind, too. Being in a room with no windows for five, six, seven hours doing a radio show, it it, it hurt me. It was bad. Yeah,
3: it's, uh, it's I remember our old office at our old building, we were, like, inside, so there was no window, and I would just completely lose track of time. Like, the studio had a window, so I was fine there, but then as soon as the show was over and and you know you'd go back to the office and stuff i've lost all concept of time it was it was not fun
4: even so we we had that window but your back was to the window and then we have that awning too. It wasn't the. It, yeah. And I think it was a picturesque view. Like now, you look out, you see the you see the mountains. It's a beautiful view from this from, from the radio station. Now
3: our office here does not have a window. Um, that's why we hardly spend any time in there. <laughs> I never hang out in our office anymore unless we absolutely have to because I like uh, the studio. I like seeing the sunlight. It just makes such a difference, especially. In the fall, in the winter, when it gets darker earlier, that's when it gets really rough for me.
4: It starts to mess with you. So you were, you were talking earlier. Majority of your family is already gone. It's just your brother and his uh, his wife and his kids are the last two re- re- remaining family members that are in town right now.
3: Yeah, we t- we gave him some suggestions on some stuff to do yesterday. So I think they he took them to the strip um, and went to like Eminem's World and like the Hershey store in um, New York, New York. And there's something else over there. is it Coca- is Coca-Cola World still there? The, I, gosh, was. I haven't been down there for a long time. So we were just kind of telling them, you know, where they could take the kids. So we we didn't see them yesterday. We'll probably either see them today or before they leave tomorrow. But um yeah, so I just I got really worn out. Like I loved having so many people, you know, come over and seeing my family, but it really did kind of wear me out. So yesterday when my mom and brother left me my husband my daughters we all crashed we all took like two hour and half we were so tired um and so i woke up at like Four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, "Huh, I never take naps at all." And so it really threw me off last night for, for sleeping. I couldn't fall asleep last night because of that. That's that's the reason why I never nap because I cannot sleep at night if I do. What messes
4: with you? But think of everything that you had going on over the past week. Eat, every if you break it apart, unpack each one of them. It's it's a lot going on. One family in town, family staying with you, your entire family in town. Your daughter graduating from high school is just a huge event in itself. You had a really beautiful graduation party on Sunday night, but just just planning a party in itself and hosting people at your house, let alone for your child's graduation, that itself is draining. Add in work and everything else. You Tell me you have a quiet weekend.
3: Um. Well, I, we're, I have a dinner on Friday uh-huh. and then... Saturday I think is quiet. I'm not oh, I sure. You, I hope you get some rest time. Hope, we will get some rest. I am not complaining at all. I just uh yeah, it was wonderful and I would do it again in a heartbeat. There's no question about it. But yeah, it was it was a very busy one. I'm looking forward to the weekend though and and I just still I still am living Through what happened in the past week, just having everyone around us, it was so nice. Oh, yeah,
4: digesting and watching videos and pictures and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it was amazing. Special week. Speaking of the weekend, we have weekend plans for you. You're gonna start your weekend off. With Katy Perry. You're going to go see Katy Perry over at Resorts World. Her residency is back, so we have tickets for you to see her tomorrow night. Those tickets at 7.40 and also 9.40. Then coming up next, we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? The
3: Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial comes to a close. The two celebrities that are teaming up to bring you an interesting product. And National Donut Day is tomorrow. We'll tell you where to go to get your freebies. That's coming up next in What's Trending.
1: Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
3: Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are trending this morning. So the actor, Johnny Depp, he won his defamation case against Amber Heard, his ex-wife and former co-star. But she kind of won her sort of too. Uh, Following a six-week trial, the jury found that Heard had defamed Depp in a 2018 op-ed she wrote for the Washington Post describing herself as a, quote, public figure representing domestic abuse. The jury also found that Heard had been defamed by one of Depp's lawyers when he called her abuse allegations a hoax. Depp said he was humbled by the decision, which awarded him $15 million in damages. Heard, who was awarded $2 million in damages, has said she was disappointed with what this verdict means for other women.
4: I didn't follow this trial too closely outside of the stuff we talked about on this show, but it seemed a lot of people were excited the fact that Johnny Depp won. This, yeah. this case.
3: I saw a lot of depth support. Mm. Definitely saw a lot of depth support. I also did not. Um, I, the parts I did catch, I was, you know, I, I tried to get the facts before I rushed to judgment, but I don't feel like I'm educated enough on what happened to make a give an opinion on on uh, the trial. Mm-hmm. I will say a friend of ours, they are in Disneyland right now. And she said that she went to see World of Color last night. She posted this on her on her uh, social media this morning, they went to World of Color and at the end they showed Johnny Depp. In Pirates of the Caribbean, and the place went nuts. She, uh, she said, "Like the mm-hmm. place went crazy." So, because
4: he was no longer part of that franchise when this whole thing went down, so now I wonder if this his name. His name has been cleared in the courtrooms. I wonder if he'll now get more roles and start seeing Johnny Depp
3: on the big screen more. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's still part of the ride at is Pirates it? of the Caribbean, so I'm um, I'm not sure if I just don't think they brought him in on the sequels, but we'll see. I'm sure this is not the last we've heard of uh, Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, for that matter. <laughs> Are also trending this morning is Gwyneth Paltrow and Kourtney Kardashian together now they're the creators between the goop and the poosh brands Gwyneth Paltrow has goop Kourtney Kardashian has poosh and they are collaborating they actually I feel like I'm about to start coughing hold on
4: take it to it <laughs> take your time we're in a rush
3: I got like a tickle in my throat, okay, so they um they have collaborated on a new candle that they are calling This smells like my pushy, so yeah, I guess it's a <laughs> a follow up to the viral goop candle called. Uh, this smells like my, you know, the, mm-hmm. the JJ one that Gwyneth Paltrow made a while back. Um, this new follow-up features notes of black gardenia, geranium, green pepper, berry, honeysuckle, ylang, ylang, I don't know what that is, and oak moss. I just looked on the website. It's on sale now. 75 bucks for a full-size candle. $75. Like, that is... That's insane. I saw. I wanted to see if they sold out because they went on sale last night at 9 o'clock. And I was like, I wonder if they'll be sold out by the morning. Um, and they, they are not. They're still available. I'm, if you have $75 and you want to spend it on a candle, let me talk to you about some other things you could spend that money on. But right? they, they do have a mini version that's available for $20 if you want to grab that.
4: It ship's in four to five days. This is supposed to smell like Kim's. <laughs> is that what no, this is no. or no? Kim? Uh, Kim? Kim Kardashian, you said this is a partnership no
3: Courtney. With- I apologize. Courtney no, yeah, Kardashian. Yeah, I was like, wait, did I say it's Kim? Um no, Courtney has her Poosh brand. Okay. And so they collaborated on this. So when she says I I I think that I don't know what poosh means for her. This
4: is gonna say what is it? So we know what that's
3: yeah, supposed I'm not to imply sure. what, exactly. uh,
4: <laughs> what a push is and what's it supposed to smell like.
3: Yeah, but it smells pretty good based on that list, I guess. So we'll see. Uh again, I just can't, I can't get over seventy five dollars for a candle. Dinner- that's just insane.
4: Wasn't one of them gifted to you, but it melted on your doorstep? It was uh wasn't it Gwyneth uh, paltro's one?
3: Yeah, so um our my friend Captain Kate uh she sent me the Gwyneth Paltrow one. This smells like my hoo ha and I get this I get this package and the package it, it just seems not sticky but i just feel something on it and it's like discolored in certain areas i'm like what the heck is this so i open it and it's so fragrant and i'm like oh my gosh what is it and all it was was an empty glass with a wick in it i'm like oh no it was in the heat of the summer it just melted all over the box, so I sent her a picture of this this empty jar. I'm like, I think you sent me the candle, but it melted. She's like, oh no. <laughs> Luckily, she got a refund for it, but don't send candles in the summer in Las Vegas. It's a bad idea. It's,
4: oh yeah, and if something sits in your mailbox too for a couple of days, ugh, it's, the whole, whole entire mailbox will smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's hoo-ha.
3: Yeah, no, and I will say, this: the scent of this candle was actually was nice? very good. I was very impressed. I was like, oh, wow, look at you. So... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, National Donut Day is also trending this morning in celebration of the day, which is tomorrow. Your favorite donut shops are giving out some freebies. So take note, Krispy Kreme, they're going to be offering fans a free donut of your choice tomorrow. Uh, You don't have to do anything. No purchase is necessary. Just stop by a participating location and you'll get your free donut. In addition to the free donut of choice, participating locations are going to also offer $1 $1 original glazed dozens with the purchase of any dozen in honor of the day. So you buy a dozen, you'll get another dozen for one buck. Uh Duncan, they're going to be giving out a free classic donut with a beverage purchase tomorrow. And Pink Box Donuts, which has three locations here in the Valley, they will give a, a free Pink Box t-shirt to anyone who buys a dozen donuts beginning at 7 a.m. on Friday. So you got to check that out. And that is what's trending. It's 632. So there is, if you've been to a movie theater lately you may have seen this commercial run in some of the previews and it's I thought it was super cute. Um, I I saw this last night for the first time when we went and saw Top Gun. It was our our special premiere, and that's one of the advantages of the premieres is there's nothing to sit through. It just the movie starts. But I actually think I would have laughed if I would have seen this commercial in the movie theaters. Regal Cinemas has a, a new spot that runs with Pepsi and. A lot of people are conflicted about this one. The internet is fighting about it right now. It shows a lot of people inserting famous lines into their conversations as they enter the movie theater. So some people think it's kind of cringy. Others are like, oh, I like hearing all these movie references. Is there there a movie line that you use in everyday conversation where you just kind of throw it in there? And sometimes people get it. Some people don't you know like i always tell my husband he's killing me smalls and most people know what yes, i'm talking uh-huh. about like you're killing lot, right? you're smalls exactly mm-hmm. i i insert that in quite a bit i i think i do that you know whenever there's something tiny i'll go like what is this uh, what blah 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 for ants and that's Zoolander. Some people don't get that one. And they're like, what is she talking yeah. about? So so let's kind of go through this commercial and see. And you make a decision. You haven't heard this one. No, right? I'm not. No. Okay. Uh. All right. So you, you guys decide whether this commercial is cringy or cute. And you know, if we want to kind of stop and, and discuss some of the lines, if because there were some I did not know,
4: were you getting most of them? So do you want to stop most it and try to figure out the lines?
3: Most of them, yeah. Well, let's let's listen to like a good solid ten seconds of it first, and then uh, we can kind of go through it. It's
1: all happening. This thing is nicer than my apartment. <laughs>
3: Surely you can't be serious.
1: I am serious, and don't call me sure.
3: So I got that going for me, which it's is nice. nice. Okay, th- that one I did not, ha- I did not know. So I've got that going for me, which is nice. What's that from?
4: Well, I don't know. The only one I got was the, um, the serious was. The, don't call me Shirley. What was the one? You can't be serious. Play it again.
1: Call me Shirley. And don't call me sure.: That's an airplane, right?
3: Yeah, that's an airplane reference Oh, what was the other one? So I got that going for me, which is nice Got that going for me,
4: which is, is nice Is that a Dumb and Dumber line? <laughs> I don't <laughs> it know Sounds like a Dumb and Dumber line I
3: don't know I, I think I'm pretty good at these movie uh, What's the first lines? one?
4: Play it again Let's
3: hear Can't sit with a Oh, I just heard one It's line. all happening
1: This thing is nicer than my apartment <laughs>
3: Surely you can't be serious
1: I am serious, and
4: don't call me sure. I heard the Eddie Murphy laugh in there.
3: It's all <laughs> happening. Is that from um, Almost Famous? I, I'm not sure on that one. So, uh, let me see some of these. Okay, someone just said the the other one that we we're talking about is that from Caddyshack?
4: I'm googling one of them because it's bothering me. Okay, what's the one? This thing is nicer than my apartment.
3: See, we don't even know. Everything.
4: I, I Google that. Is that even showing up on Google? What movie is
3: that from then? I'm not sure. Michelle is on the phone, though. She Maybe she can help us yes. out. Hi, Michelle. What's up? Uh, hello. How are you? So that I got that going for me, which is nice. It's Caddyshack. That is Caddyshack. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've not se- seen that in a long time. Can you do it the way Bill Murray does it? I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> you sound fantastic, Michelle. You are our movie expert. Thank you for that. Want to just go through it and just hear them and yeah, see which ones them. stand yeah. out? Okay, okay Let's. Uh, is this cringy or is it cute? Here we go. Got that going for me, which She's is nice.
1: nice. Can't sit with us. So you're telling me there's a chance?
0: <laughs> I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You sit on the throne of lies. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
3: Oh, you sit on a throne of lies. That's from Elf. (laughs) That's from Elf. I recognize that one. And then you can't sit with us. That's from Mean Girls.
4: Okay, there was a godfather one in there. Was that? It was, there, there was, I heard a Godfather. I just wrote down the movies and I did hear a Dumb and Dumber clip in there. You did? Yes.
3: They say that some of the movies that are included in this, the whole spot Dumb and Dumber, Elf, Caddyshack, Almost Famous, Beverly Hills Cop, Airplane, Anchorman, Tommy Boy, Mean Girls, Goonies, Clueless, The Hangover, and Casablanca. Those are, are some of them. It, it's a it's a minute long commercial, but and we can post it on our website if you guys want to check it out or on our social media. See if you can get all the lines, but I, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. What do you think? I do like
4: it because I like playing the game and trying to figure out what movie it's from. Yeah, so I I, I do enjoy it. So we heard about twenty seconds of it. There, how about the line? The line that I use a lot is the "What's in the box." Come home, Amazon package, hold up to Laura. What's in the box? Yeah,
3: exactly. That's from Seven, right?
4: Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> but, I hope it's not that thing in the box. But same thing. If someone didn't see the movie, they're like, I don't know. What's in the box? What's in the box?
3: Oh, why do we do that? It, it, just, <laughs> it just shows how... How influential some of these lines... What's interesting to me is the lines that do stick out. Some of them are not even punch lines. They just are lines that stand out mm-hmm. to you, you know? Um, someone just said, nicer than my apartment is from Weekend at Bernie's. Thank you, because I don't know all of these. Uh, she doesn't even go here. That's from Mean Girls. I always say, let's cop a squat from Pretty Woman. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah.
4: The only one I remember from Pretty Woman is... Is what's it, The pink one, the red one? Isn't she talking about a we used to play the clip on the show. The, I think it,
3: the pink one, the red one.
4: Give me more, give me more. Uh I have a plethora. There's a pink one, a blue one, a red one. I think she's talking about I don't want to say it. Never mind. Sorry.
3: Oh, I know. I got blue. I got big. One. Yeah, no, yes, no, no, yes. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah. She's talking about uh some uh prophylactic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Practicing safe things in that yes, movie, Julia exactly. Roberts is.
3: Yeah. pick your color. I got yeah. pink. I got blue. Yes. I got red. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, thank I, you. I know the one you are talking. Thank of. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: good. I like it because you are trying to guess what it is. Without, is there a line from the new Top Gun Maverick that's that's sticking with everybody since you've seen it?
3: Mm. Gosh, I am trying to remember. I, I nothing that stood out, but I know I laughed. Audibly, a couple of times, like they were, th- th- there were some pretty good one-liners in it that I was actually very, very, uh, very amused by. I'll just leave it at that. You got to check it out.
4: Oh, this Sunday's the plan. You talking to me? You, to-
3: we- are you talking to me? Or what's the one like? Uh, not, not you talking to me. The say hello to my little friend.
4: Yeah, uh, that is Scarface.
3: See, I haven't seen that movie, but I still know <laughs> that line
4: in the scene too. Al Pacino is just he's. He's done so much cocaine it's all coming to an end for him, and he's got his he's got his big machine gun. Say hello to my little friend, da, 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 da. and he's just firing off rounds and rounds and rounds while getting shot. But he's not dying because he's so hopped up on cocaine.
3: See, I think I use that in the wrong context. Well, like I bring my child somewhere, I'd be like, "Say hello to my little friend." That's what I used to do when my kids were toddlers, and people are like, "Okay." Referencing a coked, a coked up
4: Al Pacino <laughs> who's firing machine gun. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Okay, this is
3: my three year old. Say hello to my
4: little friend. We got the clip right here, actually. <laughs> Say
3: hello to my little friend. Well, that is the sound she would make when she would go into your house. She'd break everything. So, I, I mean, it kind of works a little bit.
4: That was good. So we have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All
3: right. Well, we are in the midst of graduation season. And how many of our graduates actually know what they're going to do with their life? We're going to talk about that. Speaking of Top Gun, ever since the movie was uh, came out, it's in, The sales of this item has increased by a lot. We'll tell you what that is. And um, are you friends with your enemies? Do you have enemy friends, frenemies? We're going to talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More
3: lawyer, less fee. Have you been going to graduation parties lately? Graduations, if so, you may have brought a gift. Maybe you brought a card. Maybe you gave cash. But what graduates need is some direction in a new poll. 34% of graduates say they have no idea what they're going to do for their career. That includes both high school and college graduates. And 41% say they don't have a job lined up yet. 62% of graduates say they'd be interested in attending college. And again, that includes college graduates who already have a degree, but it sounds like we could do a better job preparing kids to do something 70% 70% of students say colleges have a responsibility to prepare them for challenges in settling into a career. And 69% of people who attended college say, they'd be interested in switching to a field that's unrelated to the one that they originally wanted to pursue. I
4: remember that pressure, senior year of college, all my friends starting to get jobs, looking for jobs, and all my, pretty much all my friends were graduating in the hotel college and that's what I graduated with at UNLV. But I knew in the back of my mind, I was going to go back and take a couple classes in the communications department, so I didn't have that pressure having to find a job in the hotel field or restaurant industry. I knew that I was going to continue my education for a little bit. And by just watching my friends and the stress they went through and some of them taking a job they didn't want to take, but they just took it because they felt they had to start in the industry immediately after graduation.
3: Yeah, there's bills to be paid. Yeah. There's student loans to pay oh. off. You got to do what you got to do. Make <laughs> making the me
4: somehow. My gosh. What about you? Did you feel the pressure when you were going?
3: Well, I, I got into a field I wasn't even interested in. Um, my dad kind of pressured me into it. And looking back, I'm glad that it happened the way it happened because I wouldn't be where I am now. But, you know, he wanted me to be a pharmacist. I didn't have direction after high school graduation. I didn't know what I wanted to be. And he's like, you're going to be a pharmacist. And I was like, I am. And he's like, "Yep, it's a good-paying job, and you're you'll you'll make a lot of money, and and you're going to be a pharmacist." So I went to school for pharmacy, and I just did very poorly. I went from being a straight A student to not being a straight A student, and uh, so he realized that was probably the wrong call pushing me into that. And then he's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I was like, "I like to talk." <laughs> so I went into communications, and then the, here we are. And the rest today. is history. Yeah,
4: it's a hard decision too. Yeah. Like, yeah, going coming out of high school, trying to figure out what you want to do, what your major going to be. It's a lot of decisions to make.
3: Yeah. So if you have a graduate in your life, hey, maybe sit down, talk with them, try to give them a little perspective. It sounds like that's something they could really use right about now. Also, this morning we've been talking about this movie a lot, Top Gun Maverick. It is breaking box office records, and it is also driving a surge in the sales of aviator sunglasses, which are a big part of Tom Cruise's image in the movie. Sunglass retailers are reporting that sales of the aviators have jumped dramatically since the film's release. (laughs) I'm not surprised. And and if you saw it the first go around, you probably had them then, too. So it's uh, what's old is new again.
4: For those of us that never let go of them, we're back in style.
3: Yeah. Now you uh, you fit in.
4: I look like Tom Cruise. There you go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Finally, this morning, a new study shows that 45% 45% of people have frenemies in their friendship circle. That's people that they socialize with but don't really like. Sadly, over 4 in 10 respondents admitted that they have at least one friend that they see regularly that they cannot stand. It also emerged that 1 in 4 of those who took uh, who took part didn't like their partner's friends, with 18% saying it's led to to issues with their other half the other uh, the study of adults found that the average person has 16 friends and acquaintances which includes three that they don't like
4: oh do you have th- three people in your circle of friends that you don't like
3: no i i, I don't have time for that i don't have I, maybe back in the day i did i kind of had some frenemies but you know, as I got older, I realized like life is too short. I'm not wasting my time on people that I don't like. Why? Why waste the energy? Yeah, really? keep, yeah.
4: Keep your circle tight. Yeah. I so like my
3: my circle is all good. If they if. If they're not in my circle anymore, that means that, yeah, you were a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Come, uh, oh, that's a, oh, oh, that's it.
4: Yeah, the last one? Yeah, that's okay, it. Okay, coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, we have new music and a tour from Panic at the Disco. We have the details coming up right around 7.15. It is Lady Gaga. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
3: Mix 94.1. It's 6.57. And I'm sure a lot of you are probably thinking, like, okay, summer is, is here What are we going to do for the summer? We were just talking about the other day how staycations, Las Vegas is like the sixth best city in the country for staycations. And a lot of people are looking at staycations just because gas is so expensive and plane tickets are so expensive. And it's hard to take a nice vacation right now. Unless maybe you take a a one tank vacation, which I had never heard that phrase before, but apparently it's a thing, right? Yeah,
4: fill up the fill up the, the your your tank, fill up all the way, and get in the car and go. And I have fifteen destinations that you can get to, depending on the car you drive with one tank of gas. And I went through these fifteen, and I've only been to seven of them.
3: Okay, um, I don't know if we'll get to all fifteen, but like, give us an example so you, you can get there. From Vegas with just one tank of gas. So
4: says the article, yes. Okay. And, but I would argue with the, the type of car that you're driving. Because my car would it'd be, it'd be a tank and a half, maybe two tanks from some of these places. But the first one, and I've never been, Grand Canyon.
3: I've been to the Grand Canyon. It's it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. But I went as a kid and I was bored.
4: Would you want to go back and I was an adult to try and enjoy it? Or do you think it's you see it once, you've mm. seen it? I've seen it from the plane plenty of times, flying into Las Vegas. On your left is the Grand Canyon. Everyone tries to peek out the, the window to the left
3: uh i i i i don't know if i would go back honestly <laughs> I, I i was I, I thought it was beautiful but i thought once was enough for me please tell me you
4: did the mule ride down on the bottom like they did in the brady bunch no
3: <laughs> what's with these dated
4: references oh my gosh i'm trying to whether well, the shows went to go see the grand canyon
3: <laughs> no we did not do the literally we drove up we saw it we're like oh Ah, wow. Let's go to the gift shop. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay, time to go. <laughs> that was it. Maybe we. Don't, I don't think we did it right, though. I really don't. <laughs> Valley of Fire. I've always wanted to go out there, but I've never been. Have you been?
4: Nope. 0 for 2 right now. Okay, what else? What are some other amazing day trips? Let us know. Add to this list here, because there's 15 here. Death Valley Park.
3: I've seen the signs for it. Never been. A lot of these are, are they like park parks?
4: Yeah, a lot of parks. Oh,
3: man. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like parks and nature and stuff, but I need some entertainment, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hoover Dam. I've been to Hoover Dam before. I know you've been to Hoover Dam before. Multiple times. Have you done the tour? No, I've not done the damn tour. The
4: damn tour is a black. You ready for the damn jokes? They're awesome. You think my jokes are cheesy? <laughs> Wait till you get in the elevator going down.
3: The The damn tour looks... Like, it could be interesting as an adult that I'm, I'd be interested, but I don't know if my kids would be interested in it.
4: Yeah, I was only an adult. I've seen it a couple of times as yeah. an adult. Area 51. Can you go out there? I think maybe just implying to drive out in that area. Oh I'm like, oh, yeah. Sign me up. I thought we
3: weren't allowed to go out there.
4: They're doing tours now, actually. <laughs>
3: Come
4: on in. This is the alien we found back in the sixties at Roswell, and this is the alien that we met last week.
3: Oh, I would so be on the like on board for that one. If if they opened up Area Fifty One to tours, I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. I really want to know what's going on out there. When you see the planes taking off, what are they called? Oh, those Janet,
4: uh, is that what they're called? With the 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 white planes with the red stripe on the side. Yeah,
3: they don't exist. When I see those taking off, I'm like, Oh man, that is just the coolest thing. I, my cousin, he, uh, he works at the national laboratory in, in, um, in New Mexico. And he had a project where he had to come out here and do stuff up there. And he would, he would not budge. He would not tell me a single thing. I'm like, okay, come on. It's just us. It's us. Like, like, what are you doing? He's like, I can't tell you. I'm sorry, he's, he's like, not going I to. love huh? you. He, I couldn't. I, I even got him a couple of drinks. I'm like, okay, <laughs> to now look at the guy up there. he would not tell me a single thing. I couldn't believe it.
4: I envisioned it to be just like the movie Independence Day. That's the setup inside Area 51. That's that's my Area 51 in my mind. That's what's going to be like when you go to Area 51. Yeah, here's one. We've all been there, Red Rock Canyon.
3: Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Again, another naturey one. You <laughs> which, you know which is Mercedes? great.
4: We're, well, uh, there's one non-nature. Uh, oh, I
3: can't wait, Bryce Canyon. Oh, I've never been there, but actually I do want to go there. That I've seen pictures. That looks amazing.
4: Zion National Park. Okay. That's awesome. We went there for our anniversary a couple of years ago. There's some cool little hotels up there. Great restaurants. It's cool. If you drive-through Zion National Park. You get to the other side of the park, and there's this huge Buffalo Reserve, which is a trip. You pull up, and you just see these buffalo wandering the open range. It's really, really cool, but you have to drive through Zion National Park to get to it. Uh, this next one, Mount Tipton Wilderness Area.
3: Mount Tipton. Never been. Um, I've heard of it, but no, I don't know that one.
4: Here is one that is non-parky. L.A. and Hollywood. Hey, I've
3: been there. (laughs) I was just there. I literally, for the first time, walked down the... is that Hollywood, whatever the boulevard is with Mm -hmm. all the stars on the, on the, um, sidewalk. Yeah. I've never been there before. We walked down there. We wanted to go to this, uh, store, line friend store. They have all this like BTS stuff and we're walking and I see this big guy standing in front of a building. Like he looks like a bodyguard. So I kind of look at him. I'm like, wonder what's going on here. Like he, he looks like he's supposed to be there and he's protecting something. Mm -hmm. So I kind of look at him. And then I look up, and I'm right in front of the Jimmy Kimmel Theater. No kidding. I was like, oh. And I tell my husband, because he loves Jimmy Kimmel, I was like, it's your boy. And he looks, he's like. Oh, my gosh. So he goes up to the guy. He's like, do you guys have any tickets that we could He goes, they've already given out all the tickets. And he's like, oh, man. He had no idea that we were right there. He was so excited. I didn't
4: realize Kimmel was right there on Hollywood Boulevard.
3: Right there. Like, you know, when he does all that man on the street kind of stuff, it's literally out there. So I'm walking around looking for someone with the camera. Like, I'll be on the Jimmy Kimmel show. I'll do something.
4: we for them to come out and put you in a bit. Yeah. Uh, Lake
3: Mead. Lake Mead. The, uh. Slowly dwindling Lake Mead. Bodies and boats. Oh, man.
4: But it, going out on the lake is awesome. I started to go out there the past couple summers, and it's a blast Which you get out there. Like, there's a lot of lake to take in at Lake Mead. I know it's sinking or shrinking. And there's a lot going on with bodies and boats and all the stuff popping up. But still, the lake is awesome, and there's a lot to do out there.
3: What if, like, okay, there's, what, two million people that live in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. What if we all were assigned to take to buy like two gallon jugs of water don't get it from your sink but like the kind that's already bottled and you go and buy that and we all take two Two gallon jugs and dump just it, in, dump the it lake. in. Would we eventually get to raise it up? You can't take the water from your own sink though, because that defeats the purpose. We're just taking it from the lake. Yeah, you just something that's already been taken. Let's just go put it back in and try to try to rebuild. There was oh, what did I see this? It was uh,
4: it was the, uh, the, the 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 debate for governor last week or a couple weeks ago, and one of the guys running for governor said, "What if he goes?" There's a lot of hurricanes and monsoons down in New Orleans. What if we somehow get that water?
3: Go over there and just what, take it. How are we planning on doing that? There, I mean, there is a way to like pipe it in water, isn't there? My husband was telling me that there is a way to do that.
4: I'm sure there is, but it's just like, okay, okay what is? Do you have any thought behind this plan, or did you just think of this on the spot? Just take your bucket to New Orleans. <laughs> Let's all go with our buckets. <laughs> it's very humid down there. We'll get some water and we'll bring it back. Just carry it on the airplane. <laughs> like I'm taking this to Lake Mead. No, no big deal here. Have you been to the Dixie National
3: Forest? No. What's that?
4: I don't know. Last one here. Mount Charleston.
3: Of course. One tank Beautiful. trip. I love that. Of all of them, that one's probably my favorite. Mount Charleston. The
4: rebuilding the lodge, too. Oh, so pretty. It's not the same.
3: My husband just texted desalination is what it's called. Oh Maybe you should... Maybe you should run for governor and get, 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 fill our lake <laughs> <Yeah>. back up.
4: <laughs> what are you going to do about the problem with Lake Mead? Well, wow, it rains <laughs> in New Orleans. We're going to get the water from New Orleans, and we're going to bring it here. How do we plan on doing that? we will find out when you elect me governor. A giant funnel. We're going like,
3: to put, put the funnel in there and like, attach a hose and fill it up. That's, a, that's my solution.
4: <laughs> it'll work. It'll work. Coming up here in the dirt, we have new music and a tour from Panic at the Disco. Details in about 10 minutes.
1: Never gossip, Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
4: 94.1. This is big. Panic at the Disco dropped a new single. It's called Viva Las Vengeance. And they have a new album coming out on August 19th. If you missed it, here is new music from Panic at the Disco. Yeah!
3: hearing his voice again. Brandon Harry's voice is just, oh, it just makes me so happy. I missed him.
4: The guys are back. They also announced a new tour. This tour starts September 8th, and they'll be in Las Vegas, October 21st, T-Mobile Arena. Tickets go on sale next Wednesday, June 8th, but we will have tickets for you all next week long right here on Mix 94.1. So Post Malone, let me actually change this here, Post Malone. Is going to be a dad, or as he calls it, a hot dad. And he's been excited for parenthood since he was a kid when he had his own baby doll. Take a listen to Post Malone.
1: As a kid, I was like four or five, and I had this little baby I would carry around everywhere. <laughs> it was a baby doll. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I would take him around everywhere. And I don't know how long that
4: lasted, but my mom still has it. I think he's going to be a cool dad.
3: Yeah, he is. He just he seems like such a genuinely nice guy, and for someone to be so excited about it, that just that says something, too.
4: Now, in a new podcast, Liam Payne says he once got into a physical altercation with one of his One Direction bandmates. He also says that he dislikes Zayn, but will quote, always, always be on his side. As far as the fight, here is what he had to say about that. I think it was well known within the band that I don't like taking. And there was one moment where there was an argument backstage, and someone, one member, threw me up a wall. So I said to him, if you don't remove those hands, there's a high likelihood you'll never use them again. So a bandmate throws him against the wall. He gets upset. Later on in the interview, he kind of talked about Louie and that they, um, they didn't get along at, at times. And things almost came to blows. So maybe that's who he was talking about. He didn't give a specific name, but kind of alluded to things later on in this podcast. Yeah,
3: he said that he and Louis did not get along at all. So I'm, that's how I'm guessing it's him. But yeah, who knows?
4: Now the Queen's Platinum Jubilee is underway. 70 years of service for the Queen. She's the only royal to have 70 years of service. There's up to a million people on hand. And watching the events that kicked off today, have you seen any of the live coverage that's taking place?
3: Yeah, some of the pictures of them standing out on the balcony are so cute. The uh, William and Kate's kids are, were the stars of the show. I just posted on uh, my Instagram stories this picture of. Um, the youngest son, I can't remember their name, but his name, but he is making the funniest face as the planes are flying by. It is the cutest thing ever. Louie, thank you, Steph. It's Louie.
4: That's awesome. So, yeah, it's taking place right now. The next three, four days is taking place. And if you want to watch some stuff and you can't see it right now, there's an hour special tonight on CBS that Gail King is hosting. You'll, you, I mean, there'll be recaps throughout the day. Now, coming up here at 740, weekend, tomorrow, Friday. Friday night, we have your You're going to go see Katy Perry. She's back at Resorts World. We've got your tickets coming up at 740.
3: Mix 94.1. It is 728 Thursday morning. If you ever want to join the show, you can always call us or text us at 702-364-9400. So yesterday, uh, my mom was still here in town. They, she and my brother left yesterday after just kind of like a, a long few days of graduation festivities and family came in and it was just a really nice time with spending time with our family and friends and my mom has an aunt that lives in LA and she was talking to her on the phone last night it's it's my aunt Charlotte who I think I've talked about before she's like 97 years old she's she's a year how old is the queen because we know she's a year older than the queen oh that's precious and she is the spunkiest lady you will ever meet she is running around all over the place she just is incredible my aunt charlotte
4: is she part of that wine call the uh friday happy hour calls that you guys do no
3: she she um she is uh not part of the wine call she's actually she's my great aunt because she's my mom's aunt okay and that's on the other side of the family that's on the hungarian side so she mostly speaks only hungarian um my mom was checking in with her yesterday just kind of giving her a recap and i jumped on the phone with her for a little while and and her English is kind of broken, but she was like, uh, you know, did you have a wonderful time? And I was like, I did, I did. And she, she said something to me that stuck with me all day. I was just like, man, she, she's 97 years old. She gets it. She said to me, uh, there aren't any hearses with luggage racks. And I was like, I thought maybe it was uh, something was lost in translation. And I was like, There's what? She goes, I'm glad you had a wonderful weekend because there aren't any hearses with luggage racks. Make good memories because they are all you will take with you. There aren't any hearses with luggage racks. I was like, oh my gosh. Make good memories because they are all you will take with you. And I was just all day long. And even this morning, I keep thinking about that. I was like, wow, there aren't. I'm going to remember that one for a long, long time. It was just, I, it was so insightful. And I don't know if she made that up or if that's a common saying, but I had never heard it before. And I was just like, you're right. She goes, I'm glad you made memories this weekend with your family. And I'm sorry I couldn't be there because we wanted her to come out. But it was just too too tough for her. Um, but yeah, there aren't any hearses with luggage racks. Make good memories because they are all you will take with you.
4: That is great advice. And to come from someone of that age, yeah. and that wisdom in your family to drop that on you and coming off of a weekend where you built great memories this past weekend. I love that. At the same time, I'm thinking, you know, there are, there are, there are no love tracks for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the coffin in the back, and yep, that's about it. That's it. That's, that's all, all you need can, in that big old car. all, all you're taking with <laughs> you.
3: What is the best piece of advice someone's ever given you? Do you have something, or, or maybe it was something that was said, maybe it wasn't given to you direct, but you read it, just that you never really got out of your head? Do you have something like that?
4: There was something, uh, I, I like reading motivational self-help books. I read a lot of them. I try to read every single night, just a couple pages here and there, but I'm reading this new book. And uh, they dropped a line and they are saying, don't react to things, respond to things. I mean, there's certain things you have to react to, but if someone's gossiping or doing something to you, don't, re- don't react. Take a second, digest it, and respond. And I- I've done that a couple times since I read it over the weekend. And it- that little nugget has just changed th- certain things in my life. Don't react. Respond.
3: That's a that's good advice, too, because we're so quick to just let our emotions kind of overtake things and like, ah, you know, and just say or do things that we don't necessarily mean. We just didn't really have control. And so that's good to just sit there and digest it for a second.
4: Yeah, have some self-control and then respond properly. There's going to be situations where you're going to react to something. But even let's say you're driving and someone's got... Cut you off. The initial reaction might be to honk. Hey, man, get out of the way. Instead, respond. Okay, maybe this guy's in a rush for a reason. What's the, what's the point of me responding? It might trigger this guy even more. Just continue about my way. So don't react. Respond with something I read over the past weekend.
3: That's a good one, too. We just got a text here. Uh, it says, best life advice. If you find yourself living in the negative and feeling down, change your mindset to celebrate even the smallest of things, and soon enough, you will be able to find so many more positives happening. Yeah, just celebrate the little things. And then there's more and more things to celebrate. And then pretty soon, it, there's just so much, you know? It mm-hmm.
4: starts so adding up after a while.
3: This one says The best piece of advice someone has ever given me is to max out my IRA. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, This one says, nothing good ever happens after midnight, per my dad. And I have to agree now that I have kids. My dad used to say the exact same thing. Nothing good ever happens after midnight.
4: But what's the cutoff? Because I've heard that, too. But what is the when do th- good things start happening again? After
3: 3 a.m.? Because
4: I think of our the time we wake up. So yeah. w- when does the good start happening? Midnight to 3? Well, they say, what's the witching hour? 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning? Is that the the, the bad things happen between 2 and 3? Okay, is 3 the safe spot? Because that's when we start our day.
3: Yeah, that's. I hope so. Uh, Tamara, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Okay, so
5: I read it somewhere. um, So it wasn't as cool as your aunt giving it to you. But um, it's one of my favorites. You can't buy time. So spend it wisely.
3: Oh, that is good. I mean, I just a lot of these life lessons are really about the time that you have. And you know, never know when it's when it's done. You know, and so that is a really good one. I'm actually writing that one down as we speak.
4: We were having our sushi dinner. This was a few months ago. And we walked into, we always sit at the bar, and there was an older woman, probably mid-70s, late-70s. She was a teacher here in town, just super, super sweet lady, having conversations and everything. And um, she started talking to Laura, and she asked Laura her age. And Laura told her, I'll be turning 40 this year. And she stops, and she's all serious. She goes, honey. I would change the cars. I would give up the cars, the houses. She started rattling all, all of all of her successes just to have your time again, just to be forty years old again. I'm like, whoa,
3: yeah. I mean, looking back, I mean, I think we could all look at certain times. You you see people younger than you or whatever, and just say, I, I see my daughter going to college, and I'm like, man what I would give to to be able to experience what she's about to yes. experience. That's just amazing. Uh, someone just texted and said that line that my great aunt used was from a George Strait song. I'm going to look for that song. Thank you for that. I, I had never heard it. And the fact that she listens to George Strait is kind of amazing. I had no idea she even knew who
4: that was. Wasn't it, was it your dad a big George Strait yeah, fan? Yeah, but
3: the, that's uh, my dad's side of the family and my Hungarian great aunt, they like have very little interaction but the way
4: your dad moved in mysterious ways this i would be surprised true. that he was you know making secret visits to see her and making sure that she was okay and well off and probably taking care of her without even knowing it sending her george straight cds
3: i don't know about that but I, I like your way of thinking that makes me very happy this one says best advice invest in your 401k this one says uh lifeless and say what you mean and don't say it mean that's from pam That's good advice. That's real
4: good stuff right These are
3: all so good. We need to make a book out of these or (laughs) something.
4: The Mercedes in the Morning Inspirational Quotes. (laughs) Yes. Up next, we have those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. Do you have weekend plans? You do now. Tomorrow night, Katy Perry in concert. Her residency is back at Resorts World. Five minutes, we have your tickets, and and then after that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us?
3: Well, this kind of goes along with uh, Pam's advice. Being nice to your coworkers can really do a lot of good. We're going to explain how coming up also do you snoop on your spouse a lot of people do we'll tell you how and a new study says that this little thing about your home can say a lot about you what it is coming up next in the hot three
4: One Republic. That song is West Coast. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the Morning.
3: Hi, Kayla. Hello. Oh, my God. You're hey. color 20. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla, for listening. You are going to see Katy Perry. She is at her Las Vegas residency at Resorts World. It's called Play. And you get to see it for free. Congratulations.
2: Oh my God. I cannot believe it. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to you love the
4: excitement, Kayla. Congratulations. You're going to have a blast tomorrow night. And if you want to go see Katy Perry, we have your tickets coming up in the 9 o'clock hour at nine forty.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot Three
4: on Mix 94.1. The Hot Three is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Something as simple as a thank you before your coworker performs a task for you can reduce their stress levels and increase their performance. A new study out of UCSD has found that the simple phrase thank you can generate. The biological response to gratitude, which helps a person better manage stress and helps them perform better on high-pressure tasks. It can even have a drastic effect on a person's long-term health, as managing stress day-to-day leads to reduced risk of cardiovascular and potential cognitive issues. And expressing gratitude also helps relationship building between a pair which has an increased positive health impact.
4: Yeah, I think it ter- transcends the workplace too. Just say thank you as often as you can.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just instead
4: of just in the in the, in the workplace, it's people tell your coworker thank you. Take if someone holds the door for you. Say thank you.
3: Yeah, I I think it's too if you're asking people to do things for you and you're saying thank you, but then the rest of the time you're not nice. <laughs> it's like you see right through it. It's like. Oh, you're nice to me when you want something, but now you don't need anything, so nothing.
4: They start you, buttering you up. You're like, wait a second. What's going on yeah,
3: here? Yeah, there's just so we all have those people in our lives where you can tell, oh, they want something. Okay, here we go.
4: <laughs> you get that friend reaching out. Hey,
3: have you been? Good. How are you
4: doing? Good. Hey, you said panic. The disco's coming. Do you have tickets? I, I had a mm. question. Let me see. You.
3: That's, it always starts out with question for you. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. What is it? Just respond. No, (laughs) exactly. Um, Also this morning, do you snoop on your spouse? Be honest. Someone is watching what you do on the Internet and it is probably your spouse. 44% of couples admit that there is at least one partner secretly monitoring the other. Among those snoopers, 20% of men were the sole snoopers, 43% of women were the sole snoopers, and 37% of couples say they monitor each other.
4: I don't snoop, but I will from time to time use the Life360 app just to see where she is, where Lara is. I used to to use it yesterday. I sent her, I didn't, she left the house, I know she left the house, sent her a text message. She didn't respond. I'm like, where is she? What's going on? So I looked at the Life 360 to see where she was. I'm like, ah, that's why she's not responding.
3: Yeah, I, d- I don't. I definitely will use that sometimes if I'm just trying to figure out where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like going on the phones and the devices, I never do that at all. I just have no interest, and I'm not even worried. I don't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't do the same to me. But we both have each other's passcodes for the other's phone. As a matter of fact, the other day he. He had to respond to a text and I, he's like, how should I phrase it? And I was like telling him, he goes, you just, you just type it. So I was responding to a text on his phone. And as as I closed it out, I just noticed all these notifications on his phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, why do you have so many notifications? There are like red, red bubbles everywhere. So then I started scrolling through to see what he had what apps he had notifications for? I'm like, you need to get rid of those notifications. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> in your phone yeah. gives you anxiety. Uh, and finally, this morning, a new study claims that the scent of your home could direct right back to what kind of person you are. Three and four adults. Agree with this new study that came out that said that the way a person's home smells can leave a long lasting impression. 69% of people worry their homes may smell bad to others. Seven in 10 will do anything to make sure the house smells great. And the average respondent also admitted to spending $221 per year on items to improve their home's aroma. Um, the 72% of people. Uh, People said their homes must smell good before, beforehand and 61% hold off on having guests over entirely if their homes are not smelling nice.
4: Does your house have a scent? I notice our scent of our home. I like the way our house smells when we leave town for the weekend or go on vacation and come back and stepping into our house. it's It's fresh. So that's when I'm like, oh, this is what our house smells like. It's a nice smell in our house. I th-
3: I th- I think our house smells good too. I mean, I like to burn candles except they bother my husband. Like I've been like so infatuated with these grapefruit candles I found at Trader Joe's, so I've been burning those. And I'll I'll light them and then I'll leave the room and I come back and it's it's blown out. And I'm like, who blew out the candle? My husband's like, I am. I, I did. <laughs> he just is like, I can't. I can't take it. It's just too. It's too powerful for me. But the, like as far as people's homes go, I've never really been to someone's home where it's like been really, really bad. But I do. I can tell if someone has pets. Like, I don't care how many air fresheners or candles that you have. I can tell if you have a pet. Uh walk in there I'm like you guys have a dog or a cat, don't you? <laughs> like you can just smell can you that. Pick up on it? But it doesn't mean it's bad. It just smells like a dog or a cat. It, and and it, it, there's far worse than that. I love the way dogs and cats smell.
4: We had a co-worker who had multiple cats and I remember going to her house and walking in and opening the front door and woo. You could just, just tell. You just tell. It was yeah. a lot of cat going on there. It, just, it, it was like a urine smell to it. it, it oh, was, it
3: that's was bad. not good. It was bad. I I like I can smell if someone has a dog mm-hmm. but it's not like it's bad. It's just like a dog smell and it, even if they have like a candle or something mm-hmm. going but mm-hmm. I still like the smell. I'm like, oh, where's the puppy? I know there's a dog here. I <laughs> I mean no offense by saying that but I smell your dog. I don't have a dog. It's my teenage son. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) There's a lot going on with that kid.
4: It's Thursday morning, so we have incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish. Now, we, do, we we have a lot of fun playing this, but we do keep score. Do you have the rankings on where we stand?
3: Uh, yes, I think Steph sent them over this morning. Let's see here. So, right as of now, the score stands at. Oh, we're all tied. Really? Oh, yeah. 666, six, six, remember? Ooh. Oh, so we got to get rid of this. Well, so we will get rid of this. One of us is going to pull ahead here. So, we, we play this game every Thursday morning. Incoherent is coming up next. Thanks, 94.1 it is 758 time for some incoherent this is a game we play every thursday we play incoherent family you can buy this it's an actual game that we got on amazon there's also a non family version which is quite <laughs> entertaining so right now what we do is we each draw 7 cards and we each try to guess the gibberish the most out of 7 in 30 seconds will win this week's round we're tied six to six to six. Just don't like that number. It gives me bad vibes. So I'm excited <laughs> that someone's gonna win. I don't care who is gonna win this morning. Are you guys all set? Are you all ready? Yeah,
4: it's so much fun. We we I think we're still working on the rules when it comes to tie breaking. Once we get, we, we do have a tie in the contest, we're still trying to figure. We make the rules up as we go in this game, which I like.
3: Yeah, it's just kind of like obviously we're not playing for anything crazy, but. It's bragging rights, if anything. Yes. So last week, you won, JC, yes. if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Okay, so that means you get to go first. Who are you going to pick as your card holder today?
4: You know, I normally go with you, Mercedes, yeah. Steph. I'm going to give you a spin. Let's see what you got. Ooh. Let's see how fast you are flipping up those cards over there. Give
3: her a spin.
4: I give Steph a spin today.
3: Steph saw Mike mic is not on. Did you turn her oh, mic on? Yeah, there we go. There Wait, we go. No. Hello? Oh, there we, we go. Rude? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're already starting off bad. No, no, I'm my gosh.
4: I'm oh, don't hold it against me.
3: Don't I hold will. it against me. I would me. have been great. You would have just done it and you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> well, I guess you don't need to hear anything when she's doing it. Yeah, because
2: right? we're, we're on Facebook yeah. Live, so you can see what we're doing.
4: Okay, well, have 30 seconds on the clock, and it starts now. Hup down funcha. Hup down fun... cha. Pass. Hippo bought dummas. Hippo bought dumbest. I'm still gonna be stuck on this one for 30 seconds. Hippo bought dumbest. Hippo bought dumbest. Hippo hippo bought dumbest. Hippopotamus. Yeah, right, I got one. Seton Owen. Seton Heifer. Oh boy!
3: Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Ooh. Those were tough. Well, Hippopotamus wasn't tough, but the other ones were. It was tough to me. I know. It was tough. Do <laughs> you want to try this one again?
4: Uh, Seton O1 Heifer. Seton O1 Heifer.
3: Mercedes? Seton. Seton. Seton O1 Heifer. It's a snarky reply. Said on no one ever.
2: Uh-huh. Keep going, keep <laughs> going. Said on no
4: one that's ever. That's gonna be the new term on the show. Said no on one ever.
2: I don't know. Said no one ever. Oh,
4: and
2: oh, oh, this yes. first one, you want to try it again?
4: Hop down. That's fun. That last two words were. I was scared to say that.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a dance song. It's a song that someone is who's on the strip currently.
4: Uptown Funk? Yes. Oh, Oh, darn it. Oh,
3: darn. Okay. One for JC. Yeah. Hey, one is better than none. It is. It certainly is. We've seen people win the round with one. So don't knock that. That means you're up next step. Ooh. I've got your cards today, okay? Okay. Are you all set? Ready to go on this one? I'm ready to go. Okay. We've got our 30 seconds on the clock. Yep. You guys start. And now go. Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers guitar
2: solo guitar solo America um, America America Huns Sun tankin? Americans America ama, America America Runs Sun tankin. American Sun Sun ah, um, America R Oh, oh
0: Steph
2: America are Han sun Tunkin. what
4: americans are american one more time say Steph.
2: americ um, are hun sun Tunkin.
4: americans uh-huh american idol uh,
3: do, you, um, <laughs> do you guys want the hint yeah, yeah. A coffee slogan
4: America runs on Duncan. Yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love the stuff they come up with. We go from hippopotamus to America runs on Duncan.
3: Oh, man. That was a little oh, boy. Do you okay. got two? So she got two on. Or, no, no, no. She, wait. Yeah, two. Yeah, two, two. two, two. Why don't you use the past, Steph? I was
2: just really trying to get that one. I was like, I'm going to get it because it's right there. Yeah, like sometimes you
3: think if I just say it Mm -hmm. one more time, it's going to click. So I don't blame you. It's all right. It's all right. Ah. Okay. All
4: right, Mercedes, you're up. The number to beat is two. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's see. We got 30 seconds and they start now.
3: Comic bah hooks. Comic bah hooks. Comic bah hooks. Comic books. Yes. Um high school musical yes um calm Communities herfess calm herfess call Com- it pass um disneal hand disneal hand disneal hand disneal hand disneal hand disneal hand ah! The happiest you. place
2: on earth. You of all people,
3: Disneyland.
2: Disneyland. <laughs> so we have a tie, right? We yes. Um, oh, wait, man. you missed one. What was the other one that you passed on? Right? Uh, Didn't you pass on one? Wait,
4: did you? Just, I love that you said this one. You're like high school musical. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. I, I got that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, is This one here. Calm. Yeah. Calm your nitties, herfus. You're saying it kind of. Calm your. N- you almost have it, Mercedes. Calm your. <laughs> I'm scared. Of calm. T- I know. I want to say calm your boobies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Calm you. Calm you knit. T.
4: t- her.
3: her fess. I don't know. Community Who, volu- service. Yes. Oh, community service. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So Steph and I are tied at two, <sighs> which means that Image there's what? <laughs> There's four left. I I have four left for her, and then.
4: I've got three cards in here. Oh, wait. Oh, no. no there's i sorry. I got. No, I got
2: three. You For, should have four, right, JC? Because I only did three. He mixed them up,
3: huh? Or maybe. No, maybe you. You passed. I passed. You it. passed.
4: You passed on one. Okay. I, I have three. There's one that I'm hesitant on whether we got it or not. So do you have a, okay. a bonus card? So
2: do you want to. I can give him one of mine.
3: I haven't. I don't see him. So you want. Do you want these JC. For me,
4: me. I need four cards.
3: Yeah. So the, whoever gets four fastest or the best of four. Okay. That's our rule. Who do you want to take it from
4: you or from Steph? So
3: I got to give mine to Steph. Yep. And then you give yours to me.
4: And I need one more card.
3: Okay. Steph's going to give you a card. Okay. Okay. So she's going to come in and give you a card. We make the rules up as we go. So, you know, we're going to break this tie unless we both want to give half a point. Uh,
4: i know we had this one you gave me this
2: one
3: i did i gave you those here oh gosh grab a a brand new one i'm not even looking at it i'm not even looking at it (laughs) see how we make up the rules as we go we get all flabbered all all over the place okay i just handed him one i have no idea what it is (laughs) i just grabbed it oh gosh watch me have grabbed like the hardest one ever this is for me okay
2: why is jc so
3: excited though so (laughs) (laughs) steph since you won last week okay you get to determine who goes first do you want to go first or do you want me to go first uh let's have you go first Mercedes oh darn it okay all right JC okay so I've got 30 seconds to get four can you set your timer just in case I finish well I'm let's who are we kidding I'm not going to get four.
4: Oh, to see the, the fastest yeah yeah I can figure something out here you
3: want you me to can, do it here yeah. I can yeah you do it so. I'll do it ready
4: <laughs> okay. all right Mercedes you ready
3: okay all right
4: and you start now
3: Don Con Don Condone Hutts. Dunkin Donuts. Yep. Um, Lon Got Chow War. Lon Got Chow War. Lon Got Chow War. Pass. Um, Ames Hex C hand I Note. Ames. I'm sexy and I know no. it. Um, B and Dub bool B, B and Dub Bool. B and Dub bool. B and B and W, B and W.
4: Something I've, something I do. B and double,
2: B, B and double,
3: B and bull. He's being the bull.
4: Steph probably does it too. B and double.
3: B and W.
4: I've never done it at your house, though, Mercedes. Pee only
3: mine. My... In the pool. Yes. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I'm an adult. <laughs> oh. Weekend. Okay, so I got two. Did I get two, well, or did three? I only get one? I have I was. I passed on timer. one. I-, I thought you got
4: two. You got two.
3: I got two. Oh, two. Yeah, I got two. Okay, Steph, you got to get three to win. <laughs> I love how we're such a mess. We, we are, are such a God. mess. That was, that's what
4: makes this game so much fun, this, okay. this right here.
3: This is very true. <sighs> all okay. right. You got And
4: to... I'm, I'm, I'm starting a separate timer, too?
3: I could do this. I could do this I timer do separate as well. Timer.
4: You I can? can now that oh, I'm focus on the board here. Okay,
3: okay, okay. Okay, okay. all right. Woo! So you got to get three to win, and then if you get two to tie, then I just Rock, say- paper, scissors. We make JC win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that. I like
4: that. Uh, you guys ready? All right. Start now.
2: May Tough Horse be with you. May Tough Horse be... Pee... May the force be with you. More say these pens. More say these pens. Mercedes-Benz? <laughs> Dom Peretti. Dom Peretti. Dom Peretti. Dom Peretti. Dom Per. Dom Peretti. Dom Per... Dom Per... Pass! Carrie Under. Carrie Underwood! Yes! Yes! Oh, <laughs> <Yes! laughs> my God. Wow. I sweat.
3: I just broke. Oh, Steph wins! Hooray. Congratulations, Steph! I'm just happy we have a winner and a not another tie. You guys wanna try this one?
4: Yeah. Uh Domper Domperate. Domperate Dom Ratey. Domper,
3: He's in town right now.
4: He's in town right Tom now. Tom
3: Brady, yes,
4: Tom Brady.
3: I had a dream about Tom Brady last night. Yes, you did, and mm. I—it I was foreshadowing. that you were going to talk about him in heads up. That is crazy. Mm. Oh, wow! I'm, I'm psychic. so stressed out. Dang,
4: it's a lot goes in this game. Uh. you can get him on your toes. So yes. then, Steph. Now it's six six for you and I. Mercedes and Steph at seven
3: seven six six. Yep, yep. You just pulled into the lead, Steph. Nice job. Well earned Thank victory you. on that Thank one. Thank you. Congratulations. Confusing tiebreaker, but we make it work. We <laughs> <laughs> make it work. So don't worry. The the rules next week for the tiebreaker will be
2: completely different. So <laughs> don't that's worry. what makes. Yeah. Again, this makes the game fun.
4: Now coming up here, we have your tickets to you go see the Lumineers. They'll be here in July. Your tickets when you win heads up at eight twenty five. Justin Bieber kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free and last still to come before 10 a.m. 940 those tickets for you to see Katy Perry tomorrow night and in about 5-6 minutes here your tickets to go see the Lumineers those are yours when you win heads up
3: if you ever want to get in touch with us you can always call us or text us our number is 702 364 9400 and we actually got a text earlier this morning kind of interesting uh Steph are is the person who texted us on the phone did you call them Yep. yep. Oh, oh, awesome. Okay, so it's Carlos who texted us earlier and instead of reading the text, I'm going to have Carlos tell us what he texted us. Hey, Carlos, good morning.
6: Hey, good morning. How you doing?
3: Good. First of all, thank you for shooting us a text this morning. Second of all, I thought what you texted us was really interesting. Um, You you kind of have a, a dilemma right now and it involves your child. Tell us what's going on.
6: Yeah, so... I have a, she's a, eight, eight months old, but um, I had a two-year-old, too, and I had the same problem who, um, um, growing up, as little babies, everybody thinks they're so cute. And uh, whenever we go to stores, people want to touch their cheeks or their feet or their hands. And um, my wife and I have a really big problem with that because, you know, there's COVID going on, and we don't really want our kids getting sick, and we don't know what people touch. So, um when we tell them, please don't don't touch our kids. Everybody gets upset because like, oh he's rude or oh she's rude. The mom's rude. Don't 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 touch him. Or don't talk to him. But it's all just because we don't want our get our kids to get sick. You know.
3: Yeah, no, that seems completely reasonable to me. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like you're you're just trying to protect your child, but people take offense. <laughs> mm. Is there a is there a way to say like what what do you guys think? What. First of all, does that bother you, too, if you have kids, if people touch them? Um, And as someone who does love kids and has been known to touch a kid or two, I would never touch a stranger's kid. I would, you know, there's boundaries or I ask for permission. And if they were to say no, I'd be like, oh, totally. I'll say, like, can I pick them up or can I hold them? And if they're like, oh, no, you know, they're not, you know, failing up for it or, oh, we're just trying to be careful um but what do you what do you guys think uh how how do you approach that situation where you don't want your child to be touched uh it's it's not as easy as it sounds you're going to offend someone
4: yeah I mean, what is the right what is the polite response because there's people that are going to be offended i understand what carlos is saying i go to touch his kid hey don't touch my son oh, okay sorry just thought your kid was cute is there what's the polite way oh no 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 don't touch him he's doesn't want to be touched is is there is there a nice phrase to say so the person doesn't get upset with you that wants to touch your child. You, what is that phrase?
3: Maybe you, maybe you tell a little lie and say, my child's really sick. You might not want to touch them and say that your kid's sick. My and kid has COVID. Like, stay away from them. <laughs> but it's true. Why, why do we think it's okay to go invade your child's personal space because they're cute? That, that I do, I do get that. That would bother me too. Uh, this this text just came in. It says, "This is Roy. I'm on the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I have a two month old, and it bothers me when people do that." Uh, this one says, "In some cultures, it's bad luck if you give a compliment to a baby and you don't actually touch them." Uh, that's that is in the Mexican culture. It says, um, "Carlos, do you do your kids?" mind being touched not that it matters because you don't want them touched but do they react different because maybe you could say hey don't touch our kid they'll start crying or something i don't know well
6: um my two-year-old he's the most um he really doesn't like people touching him because i think he's just used to to my wife and, and my family and even he has family who who he's met a couple times but not not uh too often so even them he's not too comfortable with them uh invading his personal space so when anybody does touch him he kind of just gets close to us or behind us or he tells us hey that guy touched me or something like that so it's like really awkward cause now you gotta tell the person not to be touching your son
4: yeah could you treat it like and not comparing the two but so you, when someone has a cute dog Oh, can I pet your dog? Sometimes you get the response. Oh, no, he, he's a biter. Don't. Can you use that same response with your child? <laughs> oh, Carlos, your son is so cute. Can I touch him? No, nope. yeah, he might, he might bite you. He'll bite you. <laughs> He'll bite you. And then, you, then they'll back off.
3: Well, we're getting some good texts here. This one says, just say we're being COVID careful that i mean that's not offensive people are uh this one is kind of funny uh don't worry about offending someone just say please don't touch my child we're in a pandorama and maybe they'll laugh <laughs> <laughs> and then this one has a i think this is a little bit of an extreme approach but it says um keep your hands off my bleeping kid like will smith <laughs>
4: there you go carlos deliver it like will smith people are back down from that yeah,
3: they don't want to get punched or slapped <laughs>
6: Yeah, well, if anything, my wife's the more aggressive one, so she might – be the one that pulls up the, with the most Smith
3: weapon. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting angry about uh, it. But Carlos, I, I'm sorry you're going through that. It sounds like a lot of people are too. And if you're if you're tempted to touch a child, just think of Carlos and think of all those other people that just don't want you touching their kid. Just resist the urge. Just be like, hey, what's up, cutie pie? And then do air knuckles or something like that. Don't touch people's kids. It's not nice.
4: Yeah, if this was jerk or justified, I think everyone thinks Carlos is justified in saying don't touch my kid.
3: Yeah. Let's, uh, um. Really quick. Yeah. Lupe, Lupe wants to make a comment. Lupe, we were talking about the bad luck thing on complimenting a kid. Do you know something about that? Um, it's an old white tale. I'm full Mexican, and no, I don't believe in that. I oh. just don't. Okay, so we no. can't use that as an excuse. It's bad <laughs> luck if I don't touch your child. Thank you, Lupe, for clearing that up. All right, let's do this right now. We want Caller
4: 20 at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You get to play heads up, and this is a pretty cool prize for you. We
3: have a pair of tickets to see the Lumineers at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. The show is on July 24th, and if you want to go, all you have to do is be Caller 20 right now. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400.
4: It's Katy Perry, Mix 94.1. Next hour, 940. Those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry.
1: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix
3: 94.1. Hi, Patricia. Hi. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I nice feel. Nice. All right. We've got uh, two categories for you to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with cavity or over easy? Oh, goodness. Um, let's do over easy. Over easy it is. National Egg Day is tomorrow. So these are all different ways that you could cook an egg. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning?
5: Um, Zoe would tell me to go with J.C. All right. All right.
4: Here we go, Patricia. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock, and send my love to Zoe. You get six correct. You're going to go see the Lumineers. We start now. You put them in water for maybe 10 minutes, and then you get these. Hard-boiled eggs. Yes. You would uh, put, di- put ham inside it, cheese inside it. Omelette. Uh, yes. You would put them in the frying pan and, and mix them up. Uh, scrambled eggs. Yes. The, uh, the yolk is on top. Mm.
5: Um, sunny side, side up yes,
4: you would uh they're hard boiled but you would t- you would you take the yolk out and, eggs. And, yes, um you would take these, put them in the frying pan for about five minutes or a couple of minutes, flip them over um oh jeez uh mm. we will we'll, uh, we'll pass them on that well the next one is right. um you would t- you would take them you would get them cold, put mayonnaise, mix it up together, chop it up, and eat it egg
3: salad yes yeah. <laughs> Woo! you got Patricia.
5: Thank you so much.
4: Thank you for listening. You guys are all set with those tickets to go see the Lumineers. They'll be here in July. You have your tickets. So congratulations, Patricia. Send our love to Zoe. And next hour, we have your tickets to go see Katy Perry tomorrow night at Resorts World. We have them at 940.
3: That's Kate McRae. She's all I want to be on Mix 94.1. It is 839. And if you ever want to call the show, you can call us. You can text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. You may want to keep that number handy because we actually need your help right now. So a new report has come out that looks at you. The U.S. cities with the smallest gender pay gaps, Um, they they looked at the national average. It shows women only earn 81 percent of what men earn. But the size of the gap actually depends on where you live. So um, it revealed the U.S. cities where women earn the most money and coming in at number one was the los angeles long beach anaheim california area where women only earn nine percent less than men uh durham chapel hill north carolina was number two where women earn 10 percent less than men and coming in at number three was fresno california where women only earn 11 percent less than men now again that's That's lower than the average where, you know, women are earning a lot more or a lot less than guys. But what was really great news is on this list where... Of the gender, uh, the smallest gender pay gaps, the metro areas. Las Vegas was number six. Las Vegas, Henderson, and Paradise, Nevada. Women are only twelve percent less than men. So that was some good news, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, when I mean, to equal pay across the board, because we're talking same profession. We have a nurse mm-hmm. that's been doing it for three years, female nurse for three years. The guy's making twelve percent more. That doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah, so it's this is an, a perfect opportunity for us to kind of lay the cards on the table and be completely anonymous on this. What do you do for a living? And how much money do you make? Do you see a big gender pay gap? Uh, like I said, we we've done this before, and you do it anonymously. And before you ask us, we can't do it anonymously. <laughs> you know, we
4: know where all, we are. We
3: all have to be on an even playing field here. But I will tell you, like as far as radio personalities go, it's all over the place. If you're a part timer, I mean, you're making you can make twelve dollars an hour. If you're Howard Stern, you're making millions Mm -hmm. of dollars. It's just, it's so hard. It depends on market size. It depends on what day part you're doing. It really varies with, with people. I would say, and this is just kind of like talking to radio friends throughout the years, I'd say the average pay in radio is between like 60 and 100 a year. Would you agree with that?
4: It, it, it depends on the day parts. I, yeah, again, we, we can't be anonymous with what, who we are, you know, who we are right now talking on the radio. But I'll go back to when I first started producing. When I first stepped into it, I got $18,000 a year was mm-hmm. my salary. And then as I, I got some experience that bumped up and then eventually got to, we're, talk, we're talking 2000, 2001. I was around 30000 And then I left to go to Washington, D.C., which was a top 10 market as a producer. And they gave me 50000 in which I found out I was getting underpaid for the market.
3: (laughs) My first contract here at the radio station was for $42,000 a year. That was my very first. Mm -hmm. That's what I was making when I first moved to Las Vegas. It was my first real job. But I was so happy because I got insurance. But then you also get paid for, like, if you hit certain bonuses, stuff like that. So that's what it was. And... In the words of Harry Styles, you know it's not the same as it
4: was. (laughs) Here's some advice, too, by the way. When you're negotiating a contract and you're talking to a potential new employer and they ask you how much you make, don't tell them. (laughs)
5: <laughs> that's what he did in yeah, dc don't
4: he's like how much you make i'm like i make 30 he's like well give me 50 i'm like okay but then it sounds I felt like, good to me sounds good to me I'm like wait what's the cost of living and how much are other people making in this market oh can we go back nope that's the offer so
3: so call or text us let us know what do you do and what do you what do you make and just be completely anonymous on this uh let's try to shed some perspective let's see uh we all wonder uh we're getting some texts here i'm going to read these in a second but we're going to talk to uh Keith, quote-unquote, it's not Keith's real name. We're just giving uh, Keith a, a new name. Keith, what do you do and what do you make?
6: I am a guest of a school uh, with a nonprofit organization, and I teach skills to at-risk uh, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and I probably make around $43,000 a year.
3: $43,000 a year teaching teaching life skills. Seems seems like you what you're doing is very important. I think I think you need to raise. That's that's just my opinion.
4: Take this audio and give it to your boss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey,
3: thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, Keith, <laughs> <laughs> I am just emphasizing that these are anonymous. Yes. names. So if you know someone named Keith who does the same thing, it's just complete coincidence. OK, quote unquote, Jasmine is on the phone. Hello, Jasmine. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. What do you do, and what do you make? I work for a for-profit college as a college admissions advisor, and I make forty-five thousand. Forty-five thousand for a college admissions—I uh, bet you're inundated right now, or you probably were a few months ago, right? Yes, definitely. And when I first started, which was seven years ago, I actually came in at 34000 But at that time, I did not
6: have my bachelor's degree. So I did bump up
3: quite a few with the bachelor's degree, but I always feel like I'm getting underpaid. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I put, think of all the time and effort you put into your job, and, and then you divide that up hourly. And sometimes you look and you're like, wow, that's under minimum yeah. wage. <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, you get a salary. So yes, yeah, <laughs> stop and do that. Write down your hours for a week or for a month and go back and look to see what you're getting paid. Oh, sometimes man. it doesn't, doesn't add up. No,
3: not at all. Thank you so much for that. Let's talk to a quote-unquote Tara Tara what do you do and what do you make
6: good morning Uh, I'm a phlebotomist and I make $27,000 a year
3: $27,000 a year and what like you I, I would imagine you have to undergo quite a bit of training in order to be a quality phlebotomist Absolutely. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of knowledge. You have to know how
6: to make people comfortable. Make sure people know what's going on with their test results. They're very worried. It's a lot mentally, as as and as standing up, you're on your feet, you're on the phone, it's customer service. It's everything.
3: Do you have? have you ever had anyone pass out in your chair after you took blood? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, <laughs> <It's> man. Terrifying. <laughs> wake up! Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for your your um, just the clarity and being transparent on that, Tara. We appreciate you and appreciate your phlebotomists for what they do.
4: I wish you guys could have seen Mercedes when she shouted, wake up. It also include a slapping motion. <laughs> She's slapping the patient. Wake up! I'm like
3: Will Smithing them. I feel bad now. Why would I do that? Uh, let's talk to a quote-unquote Tim. Tim, what do you do and what do you make?
6: I drive a set of side dumps, doubles, in the construction industry, and I make about 75000 a year.
3: Wow, that's some good, I think that's some good money right there. How much training do you have to go through to, to do that?
6: Well, you need to have a commercial driver's license and find somebody that will actually train you to drive doubles in the city.
4: So, Tim, you're driving doubles here in town. Is that seventy five k? Does that kind of apply to truck drivers that are long hauling across the country?
6: Uh, those guys get paid by the mile, so it could be different. Some of them make more, but if they're an owner-operator, every time they fill up their tank, it's about eight, $900 for fuel.
3: Oh, so, that's out of your pocket?
6: Yeah, if you, if you own the truck, correct.
3: Oh man! Okay, now you need some more money then, yeah. especially right now. Ding! Uh, thank you so much for your call. Um, this one I've been—I'm really curious on this one. Uh, "Quote unquote," Steve is on the phone. Hi, Steve. What do you do, and what do you make?
5: I am a driver for Lyft.
3: And, and what is I that?
5: average about? I average about fourteen hundred a week. Unless BTS or EDC is here, then it's make like two thousand.
3: Okay, when the big events are down, <laughs> the price goes up. So you must love those big events, huh?
5: I love it, and I drive lux. So with, if you have a luxury car, you, you get paid double for those rides. So that helps a lot.
4: How many rides are you doing a week?
5: <laughs> you're you're going to About 53. Last week I did 53 and May, 1385. But I, I have sneaky, sneaky plans. I figured out their algorithm, and I know where all the bonus zones are.
3: The bonus zones. Oh, you are. Yeah,
5: with like surge zones.
3: Oh, so if we're doing fourteen hundred a week times fifty-two weeks, or about do you, you take vacation? Right.
5: 60. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm always on vacation. I do work whenever I want.
3: <laughs> so you're averaging about sixty grand a year, then.
5: Yeah, at least. And your station is the best for lift. I always have it on in my car because it doesn't offend anybody. Oh. And, and they love they love playing your games in the morning.
3: Wow, you but, are... But uh, I usually win. <laughs> and you had to come right by our radio station to sign up for Lyft because the Lyft offices are right, like, two doors down from us.
5: Yeah, you have to You go there and um, you get your stickers and stuff from them or your vehicle inspection.
3: Well, next time you come down here... Please come say hi to us. We, and we I'll love give you. you
5: a, a luck, I'll give you a free luxury lift ride in my link. Oh, we're Ooh.
3: not taking it for free. Or if we are, we're tipping you like you've never been tipped before, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that, and thanks
4: for playing us, too. I love when I get in a Lyft, Uber, here in town, and they have Mix 94.1 on, or at least I see it in the presets. I'm like, okay. Okay, I appreciate you.
3: We are getting so many texts here. Uh, I want to just go through all of these, but Do I it. can't. Um, let me see. Jorge uh, works for an electrical company, 80000 a year. Esthetician owns their own business, makes 150000 a year. Uh, this one says, um, I'm a dental hygienist. I make $70,000 a year. I'm a supervisor in parking and traffic authority. I make $38,000 a year. So we handle the parking at the Raider games and all the major sporting events. Um, body man collision or or body collision technician. I make $120,000 working on Audis and Lamborghinis and all other makes. Wow. Uh, delivery truck driver who delivers locally to casinos, $50,000 a year. Gaming sales, $65,000 a year plus commissions. Ah, uh, this is just uh, so fascinating. I feel like we could go another hour on this. Yeah, it's eye-opening. We should do
4: this more often. (laughs)
3: Yeah, no kidding.
4: Now, next hour, 940, tickets for you to go see Katy Perry tomorrow night at Resorts World. I mean, start your weekend hanging out with Katy Perry. 940 on those tickets. And then coming up next, we do have the hot three. What do you have for us? All
3: right. All couples, they argue in some way. But being married actually helps you health-wise. We're going to explain more about that coming up. Also, speaking of health, Guys, you're really overestimating your own health. We'll explain that. And are these dating behaviors red flags or green flags? You may be surprised at some of these. I know I definitely was. We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three. <laughs>
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mitch 94.1.
4: The Hot Three is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: In a new poll of Americans who are in a serious relationship, 97% of people admitted to arguing with their significant other. I'll vote for that twice. <laughs> we argue all the time. But the nice thing is, is we get over it. I think after being married for so long, we realize like certain things are not worth the argument. So we just we have a little bigger session and then we move on. You get it out you move past it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. Well, uh, 15 or 16 percent of people say they argue once a year or less.
4: Oh come on! Wow, once a year.
3: Maybe at some point you just give up, and you're just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not. Another 16% say they fight multiple times a year. On the flip side, 8% argue at least once a day. 11% say multiple times a week, and another 11% say they fight once a week. What's your average?
4: Um, I would say like the, the disagreement. Yeah, probably once a week. We had one yesterday. It was over. Um, so for for Laura for riding, she has. The saddle pads that she puts down on the horse, and then she puts the saddle on top of the pad. And we get those we get those laundered because they're, they're big and bulky, too big to put in the, our, our washing machine. And so she got back from her horse competition over the weekend, and there were a bunch of dirty ones in the back. And I just took all of them out of the back, put them in the laundry bag, and took them down in the dry cleaner. Well, it turns out I took a bunch of clean ones. So last night is when she realized I took her clean ones in, and she got a little hot over it. Like, hey, you took the clean ones in. I'm like, I, I didn't know. I thought they were all dirty. I now have no pads. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I was trying to do something nice. And It was a little back and forth. I mean, we quickly got past it, but I consider that a little disagreement in the house last night. Oh,
3: well, yeah, definitely. I can see that. I, we're the same as you, like about a once a week. Well, there's something that we bicker about or whatever, and yeah, you know, you do what you can and you just move on.
4: I like that term bickering over fighting, because to me, fighting yeah. is something bad happening. Yeah. You guys are really going at it. Bickering yeah, is it's a disagreement that even you have with your friends and you have with your significant others.
3: The most common things couples argue about are tone or a voice or attitude, money, communication styles household chores, family, and amount of quality time spent together. So mm-hmm. out of all those, I'd say tone of voice, communication styles, and family are the three <laughs> <laughs> that we what we bicker about.
4: Do you ever question like Matt's tone, or does he ever question your tone? Oh,
3: and- I question his tone all the time. And that's, our, that's the saying... The saying I'm about to say, we say this at least once a week in my house, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So he'll say things and he just sounds so harsh and angry or he'll yell it and I'll be like, stop yelling. He's like, I'm not yelling. I just have a loud voice. That's what he I understand that. <laughs> I get that, Matt. I get that. So then I, I yell at him, and, and then he's like, Now you're yelling. And I'm like, I'm only responding to you. And
4: then he <laughs> goes back and forth. It's this endless cycle. Uh, but dude, a day in the life. <laughs> sometimes you misunderstand. Maybe he's not angry. It's just his tone. He's not in a super happy mood, but he's not angry at you. And he's just delivering a line. I,
3: I, he does have a, a loud voice, and he does deliver things differently. But sometimes I'm like, Just take it down a notch. And he's like sometimes i don't think you're taking seriously enough i'm like no i'm just calm maybe you need to take it up a notch <laughs> i don't want to yell i don't want to yell um also this morning so you don't have to be a mathematician to know that these numbers don't add up but a new study found that two-thirds of men think they are healthier than the average man which is statistically impossible two-thirds the average man just doesn't work a third of guys are so confident in their own health, they don't think they need annual health screenings or a physical. So if you won't see a doctor, where do you turn instead, guys? 38% of men say they often use social media for health advice. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Close to two in five also admit that they focus on their pet's health more than their own.
4: I just started going to MK Medical that you go to, and and they are awesome. They're fantastic. And I went in for a a face thing that I had to get taken care of, and they talked about, okay, we're going to set up the long-term care. We need to do a physical and sit down with you and talk about things. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Let's pick a day. And then they told me about the fasting. No food.
3: Yeah. You got to fast to I know do you your blood work.
4: Yeah. They say you have coffee. I'm like, okay. Do you guys do weekends? Like, nope. You got to come during the week. I'm like, all right, we'll make it happen. So I'm going to do that in the next couple of weeks. Get make physical. it for 10
3: 30 just right after the show drive straight over there that's what i did <laughs> so i was like okay I'm ready. Right, hurry and then after as soon as i did it i was like eat
4: <laughs> well they said you can even bring food and once they drink could eat while they're doing the rest of the stuff yeah, like, yeah. you guys
3: are cool yeah you just gotta you just gotta endure the show or do it on a day that we have off like if we oh i was gonna say oh they were probably close for memorial day darn it you know what I mean? Just try yes. to find a vacation day or something. Take a random day and do it then. That but, way we, we, you wake up and you go.
4: Yes, but and it's so petty. I mean, I, I can fast for X amount of hours. but I can do it. You did it too. But it's just a petty thing in my mind. I'm like, oh.
3: Can't my protein bar? I'll be so hungry. I'll be hungry. <laughs> no. I'll be cranky. Uh, yes, please. For the love of God, <laughs> <to> eat. <laughs>
4: please. on a day we have all.
3: All right. Finally, this morning. Have you ever started a new relationship and have been so swept off your feet that you miss some serious red flags? Well, there's uh, there's a new poll that's out. A BuzzFeed actually polled their readers on several dating behaviors, and they asked whether they're red flags or green flags. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a a flag. You tell me what color it is. Okay. Okay. So you're dating someone and they start giving you small gifts early on in the dating process. Is that a red flag or a green flag? Oh, that's a green flag. Eighty-five percent said that's cool. That's a green flag. Fifteen percent disagreed. They said it's a red flag. How about if they text you all day?
4: Mm, I'm gonna say red flag.
3: That one was kind of even. Forty-seven percent said it's a green flag. 43 or 53 percent said it's a red flag
4: new relationship you just start seeing a guy you're a couple days in and it's boom 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 message after message throughout the day
3: if I'm like kind of into them, I love it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they like me. They're giving me attention. As long as it's not like, where are you? And we we'll you be back just like, hey, I was thinking about you. Here's this funny joke I saw, you know, stuff like that. I'm like so into it. But if I'm annoyed by them, I'm like, stop right now. <laughs> Change you know? the number. Um, asking you to hang out more than twice a week. Green flag or red flag? We're talking a new relationship here.
4: Uh, I think it's a green flag. I like that.
3: 82% said it's a green flag. 18% said a red flag calling you mine early in the relationship.
4: I fall under what you just said. If I'm really into the girl, then th- that's a green flag. But really? if I'm kind of, if I'm kind of, you know, still feeling things out, I'm like I'm not hundred percent into it, it's going to be a red flag. But if I'm into the girl, Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's a that's a red flag, major red flag to me. That's like alert, alert. Like I new relationship, just met. I, I'm so happy to call you mine. Like whoa, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I'm not yours. Uh, so so this one says 47 percent. Oh no, no wait, calling you mine. 36 percent said it's a green flag, and 64 percent said it's a red flag. And then oh, there's so many. So I'm just gonna find one more here. Let's see. Um. Not texting good morning right when you wake up. Is that a green flag or a red flag?
4: Oh, that's fine by me. That's a green flag.
3: Yeah, that's fine yeah. by me too. And 71% said that's a green flag. 29% said it's a red flag.
4: What is a big red flag to you?
3: Um, A big red flag. I'm looking at some of these other ones. <laughs> Wanting to share locations on social media. Like, or or share locations on your... Like the find my yeah. phone, the old thing? Or- Red flag. Fr- yeah. Why do you need to know where I am? I just met you. No, that's not okay. It, it, I like the temporary ones Like when we went to the BTS concert Steph shared her location with me And and you had it on just for like a few hours And I, I turned mine on just for a few hours So we knew so we could meet up And then we just went our separate ways And poof <laughs> we, don't, we don't track each other anymore I think it was
2: just a few seconds too we saw each other It was like oh well we really didn't even need to find mine But it was just knowing like I'm almost
3: there I'm almost there And I could see, the, I, I could see your dot moving closer and closer to the <laughs> stadium I'm like she's almost here She's outside <laughs> She's getting closer.
4: This hour, 9 o'clock hour, 9.40, those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. That show is tomorrow night, Resorts World. Her residency is back, and we have your tickets. Mercedes, as a mother of two, answer me this. Ed Sheeran and his wife just had their second baby about a month ago. Is he getting sleep?
3: No. Well, what, one month ago, uh, probably not. And she's She's definitely not getting sleep. Yeah, it depends. I don't know. Sometimes the husband's. Are big helpers. Other times they're not. Big I guess it helpers, depends. So. Ed, Ed seems like a helper to me. I think he's he seems helper. like a helper. Yeah, definitely. uh That's just a. It, and how old is the the first one? Too
4: two. I think two.
3: Oh man, that's close together. That's going to be great. They're going to be great friends. But that's a lot of work and a lot of diapers. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just booked a world
3: tour, honey. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Uh, it is nine seventeen. Some of us have a harder time saying no than others are you a yes person if someone asks you to do something are you always saying yes
4: i used to be a yeser. i'm, I'm getting better at dropping a nose if it's something i don't want to do just say no can't do it i'm talking like socializing with friends hey want to come get some drinks tonight nope how come ah, just don't want to
3: just don't want to you you'll say that <laughs>
4: yeah if it's, if it's close friends yeah i like dude wow. I, I had a buddy send me as, as a downtown he's Like, dude come join me dude, like, dude i can't it's a school night
3: no but you, but but see that's different to me than no I don't want to, <laughs> versus no I have work to do. So I I cannot see you saying no. I just don't want to.
4: Uh, okay, the same buddy is <laughs> having a birthday party Friday night, uh, and he says, "You guys, can you guys make it?" And I just kind of pause. <laughs> He goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why don't you want to go?
4: It's late. It's late. It's a it's, Friday night. That's late for me. I still go to bed early on Friday oh nights. Goodness. It's late. It's very late. Okay. Are you good at
3: saying no? Um, I'm. I'm better now. I used to say yes to everything, and it caught up with me, and I was just a a mess, a miserable, miserable person. <laughs> I say no now, and I try to do it in the nicest way possible. So, Steph, Steph is going to put us to the test. Uh, what This is an actual like real game-slash-scenario thing where we have to say no in the nicest way possible. What e- is it? Exactly. I'm going to give you a situation or an invitation, and you guys
2: have to say no in the best way possible. You guys ready? Okay. Well, let's let JC
3: go first because <laughs> he, I have a feeling he's not going to be able to say I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. No, I just don't want to.
2: <laughs> okay, JC. Yes. A friend of a friend asks you to be on their podcast to talk about work?
4: Well, I would actually, that sounds fun to me, but I got to say no.
2: Yeah, like you, I don't know, just, you barely know the guy.
4: Okay, just for, just, you know, I would, that sounds really good. I'm like, yeah, it sounds good, but I'll I'll play no. Uh, so your friend wants me to do his podcast next week? It's Next week, oh, it's super, it's super tough. I'm I'm like nonstop. Laura's out of town, so I like got the dogs running around. So is it, is it possible to do it? Maybe next month?
2: Yeah, just send me your schedule, JC, and we'll make sure it fits best so for you. So you said yes.
4: No, I did it because I love you. We... But you just pushed it off a <laughs> month. Yes, I keep pushing these things off. Oh, And you did the
2: next month and the next month? Yeah,
4: well, tell you what, because we we're taking a little time off in July. So why don't we circle back at the end of July and we'll go from there?
2: Okay, then let me uh, get your schedule involved and make sure that we pin you right at the date that we want you to have you.
4: You know, I'm just not comfortable talking to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: I do the push-off. I do something like that. I do the push-off. Let's, let's, let's I'm reconnect. I'm not
3: comfortable talking to you. <laughs> I don't like you. Oh, it not, just flat out, I don't like you. <laughs> I
4: know. Okay, give Mercedes a scenario then. Okay.
2: Mercedes, pretend you're single. Okay. A guy you went out with once a month ago asks you out
3: again. And I just was not feeling him. You just didn't like him. Can
4: okay. I play the guy? Sure. Hey, Mercedes, it's Freddie. Listen, last month, that dinner was awesome. I was thinking maybe this weekend we can do it again.
3: Oh, thanks, Freddie. I I had a nice time, too, but I actually just started dating someone else seriously, so I'm not going to be able to go, but thank you so much. You're dating someone seriously within the past month? Yeah, we just met a couple weeks ago, and things are going really well, and I don't want to risk messing that up, so thank you, though. I
4: haven't seen any pictures on social media with this guy.
3: And we're keeping things private right now. We're not Instagram official or anything like that, but thank you, though.
4: Listen, you know I'm I'm looking for love. Where did you meet him? Maybe I can find love at this place where you met this guy.
3: You know, I just met it because he he, he was not super persistent and he was he took no for an answer. But thank you though. <laughs> she's good though. She never came yeah, in. Was really you never came in. That was good. really good. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right, uh, Steph. I I think I found these uh, scenarios. Let me give you one, if you can. Uh, oh boy. Um. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not good at saying no. You
2: are not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm I always go to James, my husband. I'm like, hey, how do I say no to this person I really
3: don't want to hang out with? Okay. um, A coworker asks you to make a donation to a charity you have no interest in. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Steph, I am raising money for lollipops for... um, landscapers. And this is where we Aww. provide lollipops for landscapers while they're doing their hard work and we need some money and so I was wondering if you would like to make a donation. Oh, Michelle.
2: Oh, you know what? Funds are a little tight, but let me actually get my husband on the line who will who's in charge of our finances and will let you know how we are. Okay, here's my phone. You can call him now. Okay. Mm.
5: <laughs> Dave, you there
2: yeah some girl wants to ask if we have do we have money no we don't oh sh- can I give you her number so you can say no to
3: her? Okay, thanks. You pawned it off on James. I love it. James calls up no lollipops for landscapers. Uh,
4: Michelle, just, you know, I would like to make a donation to your cause. Because landscapers need lollipops, they especially do. when it's hot outside. They
3: do. They do. I know. And <laughs> if it was ice cream for landscapers, that is it for sure. Yeah. <gasps> like, why did we do popsicles for landscapers? That's what they need. They don't need lollipops. Come on. I'm
4: going to start that fun, by the way. I'm starting that charity.
3: I just bought the website. <laughs> Sorry. You're late. <laughs>
1: Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
3: Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are trending. Hopefully this will be the last you hear about them for a little while at least. After Johnny Depp won his defamation case against Amber Heard, his ex-wife and former co-star, following a six-week trial, the jury found that Heard had defamed Depp in a 2018 op-ed that she wrote for the Washington Post describing herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. The jury also found that Heard had been defamed famed by one of Depp's lawyers when he called her abuse allegations a hoax. Depp said he was humbled by the decision which awarded him $15 million in damages. Heard, who was awarded $2 million in damages, has said that she was disappointed with what his verdict means for other women.
4: Yeah, it seemed like most people were pro Johnny Depp on this. When it's all said and done, can she just, instead of getting $2 million from him, take the $2 million off what she owes him?
3: I don't even think she has that much money. No, don't, I don't think she's I going to be paying thing. him that, uh, honestly. So, And then plus the lawyers, they're going to get a nice chunk yeah. of change too. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I'm guessing they're just going to even it out to $13 million, But good luck getting that. I don't know. I don't know what she makes, but.
4: I don't. Th- yeah, she's a successful career. And stuff. I don't think she has thirteen million to pay Johnny Depp. And that guy is excited. His name's been cleared. His name. That's his, that seems the main thing he wanted is to name clear This whole thing that he got.
3: And I think he even said that he's. I think he said the money doesn't mean anything to him. It's just to have his name cleared so he can start working again. So, we'll see uh, if we get any more information on that. But I'm good for now. <laughs> that was a that was a long long six weeks.
4: Yeah, I'm good with no more high profile cases for a while.
3: Yeah. Also trending this morning, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kourtney Kardashian, the creators behind the Goop and Poosh brands, they both have their respective brands, have actually teamed up. They have collaborated on a new candle that they call This Smells Like My Pooshy. Hmm. P o o s h y. Just so you know, uh, the follow-up to the viral Goop candle called "This Smells Like My uh, Vahooha." Uh, that was the one that Gwyneth Paltrow had, uh, like last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new one has notes of black gardenia, geranium, green pepper, timurberry, berry, honeysuckle, ylang ylang, and oak moss. What's ylang ylang? <laughs> <gasps> yeah you langngling uh that uh candle is pricey it's 75 dollars. I would never pay $75 for a candle. I'd never pay $75 for two candles, three candles, four candles. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's insanity. Uh, you can get a mini version for $20. They went on sale last night at 9. I checked this morning. They were still available, so apparently a lot of people are like, oh, I'm good, not paying that much.
4: Yeah, it, it it works in my mind when you have like the Gwyneth Paltrow. It smells like my hoo-ha, my thingy-thingy. There's no male celebrities that have made a candle, is there? Nothing smells see. like my thing.
3: I don't think so, I, and I would not buy it. <laughs> smells I, like pencil I, shavings. I can't imagine. How, oh, gross!
4: Pencil shavings are very nice. They're comforting.
3: Pencil shavings? Is that what your thang <laughs> smells like? Pencil shavings. Ouch.
4: I'm trying to think of I nice... I mean, you're
3: basically just to confess to us. Is that not... No, what you, no, Steph, I'm just saying... Steph, did you not get that? That JC's saying he smells like pencil shavings down there? That's exactly what he's admitting to. He He's just like the first thing that had popped into his head was his own. That's a good
4: <laughs> scent. Pencil shavings are a good scent. Think Keep telling it. yourself that. <laughs>
2: I don't
3: even remember the last time I smelled pencil shavings. Oh, I know. <laughs> Who smells pencil shavings? J.C. every day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like the things that you say sometimes. I'm like, did he really say that? Pencil
4: shavings is a very masculine scent. It really is. Think of it. It's like wood, Shave wood.
3: All the ingredients for J.C.'s Candle? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I, I feel like we just need to move on. <laughs> Please. Now uh, taking orders. Na- National Donut Day is trending. Uh, in celebration of the day tomorrow, your favorite donut shops are giving out some freebies. Krispy Kreme's going to offer a free donut of your choice tomorrow. You just got to stop by. You don't have to buy anything. You can just get a free donut. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts will have a free donut of your choice. As long as you purchase a beverage, uh, you can get that. And then Pink Box Donuts, they're uh, they are going to give you a free Pink Box t-shirt if you buy a dozen donuts. That starts at 7 a.m. tomorrow, and that is what's trending.
4: Katy Perry, she is back at Resorts World with her residency play, and we have tickets for you to go see her tomorrow night. Now, those tickets are coming up in just about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and these phones are going nuts right now.
3: Let's talk to Nicola. Good morning, Nicola. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, you're going to have a great time. Katy Perry, her Las Vegas residency play at Resorts World. We have got your tickets to see her tomorrow night. Congratulations. Yes. I'm so happy. Uh Oh,
5: we
4: can hear it in your voice. Congratulations. And if you want to go see Katy Perry, we'll have your tickets again tomorrow morning at 740 at 940. But check this out. Heather Collins has your tickets again this afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour it is mix 94.1 this is
3: mercedes in the morning and we are done for the day jay love is on the way next uh he's gonna be getting you through your work day if you missed any of the show today it was a good one we uh have it all for you on the podcast you can get that on the odyssey app on our website mix941.fm or anywhere that you get your podcast so check that out we'll be back tomorrow for a, a finally Friday show and more Katy Perry tickets for you in the 7 and 9 o'clock hours. So make sure you are listening for that. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Before
4: I hit this line of the day, what was the advice your great aunt gave you?
3: Oh, man. Hearses don't have luggage racks. Make sure you make memories because that's all that you can take with you.
4: That was so good. Yes, I love so good. that one. Now, for the line of the day, sometimes it's the small things that get me, like this one that happened during the game, incoherence. Uh, Seton 01 Heifer. Seton 01 Heifer.
3: Mercedes? Seton 01 Heifer. It's a snarky reply. Seton 01 Heifer. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. going. Seton 01 Heifer. That's going to be the new
4: term on this show. Seton one o Heifer. Uh
3: I thought it would be pencil shavings. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was sure it was going to be the light well, the no, 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 no,
4: no, no. <laughs> We're going to bury that comment. <laughs>
3: and that'll do it for show number
4: 1636 of Mercedes in the Morning.
1: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, uh, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.